That are just threatening. What the f is going on down there? I'm just going to get going. Unless I already did. Did I already get going? Aaron, you're usually keeping track of things for me. You're like my other brain. Am I, am I going right now? Yeah, probably. Going? Okay. But I'm, I'm really going. Like, this isn't cold open going. Like, this is this is post-music going. I don't know. You've not made any umph sounds at me in a while, so I've, it's kind of hard to gauge. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome to WTF and TFW. Uh, it's episode 588, and that's Aaron. You already heard him. Hello. Hi. Uh, Aaron uh, is a happy homeowner. Something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to give shouts out to anyone who's been suffering from uh, that, that, I guess, apparently tropical storm that started off in my town. It wasn't called that when yeah. it was here, but by the time it got to you, they were calling it a tropical storm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, she, she was, she was gusty. We kind of talked about it on the last episode, but, uh, yeah, lost a tree, almost took out the truck, uh, caused a little bit of, of, uh, secondary basement flooding and then had some primary basement flooding because why not? Yeah. A friend of mine, uh, in a basement suite, uh, is still having cleaning done. They have to replace the flooring because uh, a pipe exploded in the ceiling above his basement, uh, I think basement apartment. And, uh, yeah. That was some harrowing footage. Um, unharrowingly, though, I want to all say, hello, TJ. How are you doing? I was going to tell you how surreal it is to listen to someone from Indiana talk about tropical storm problems. That's the, They are no longer exclusive. They're just spreading their influence everywhere. Stealing yeah. my gimmick, man. Hey. hey. It... Lost, like I said, lost a tree. I seriously, at one point in time, when I looked out the window, it was like, you know, when you see movies with a sailing ship and a rough ocean passage and just waves <laughs> of water going sideways back and forth. I thought you were except gonna, for I wasn't in a boat. I thought you were going to say I a sailing ship. House. I thought you were going to say a sailing ship, but like in midair from a tornado, like no. the really goofy version of a tornado movie. No, uh. not quite. Well, next next year we'll we'll step it up next year. Uh, apparently, my my area is the one that got that kick started, so we'll we'll put in better work next time. Yeah, thanks. You won't let us cross the border, but you'll let your nonsense come down here. We had and a, your and 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 your geese. We had well, the geese is a gift. Uh, we we had a we had a tornado warning over here, like in the downtown area. I think yeah, unless I misunderstood it. Uh, and I was like, man, it's a poor tornado. Thought it could get going amidst all these condo high rises. Like, there's no room. Tornado would touch down. Like, hey, guys, I'm a tornado. Be like three feet tall. Just nowhere for the wind to pick up. Someone would step on it by accident. Uh, we're going to do some, uh, some, some toy news today because there's a whole bunch. Uh, and we got, we got, um, I honestly didn't think this would be a double reveal. I thought Maverick would be a while from now, but they revealed both of the upcoming crossovers Transformers for this year, both releasing in October, I believe. Uh, and let's talk about the more exciting one first because it's the one that we all, uh, Nostradamus predicted, which is Gigawatt, the Back to the Future DeLorean Transformer, who is a heavy, heavy, heavy retool of siege sideswipe slash siege red alert uh that's like the the mid mass uh but just mm -hmm. about everything else is different um there's a flip over flux capacitor on the much wider chest uh there's as a, as a weapon 
there is a a five millimeter enabled Mister Fusion that can attach to the back of Gigawatt's gun or really anything. It's five millimeter enabled. Um, also, the pole. He's got the the fishing hook pole for catching electricity, uh, mm-hmm. which he just has mounted on his arm. That seems like a rude melee weapon to use on a transformer. Like you just get that into an eyeball. It's like, give me that. I mean, I'm Optimus, just thinking, like, Optim- pre- really? <laughs> like we've had Optimus with two giant red hot meat hooks coming out of his arms. I know, but this guy looks more, you know, intelligent and collected. <laughs> He doesn't seem as much of a disaster as movie Optimus. That's why he only needs a little hook to get it done. That's yeah. True, true, true. That and, you know, you put the Mr. Fusion on the other side of that, you can run that 1.21 gigawatts back the other way, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which, by the way, is this character's namesake. Uh, there is going to be a comic book. They more or less confirmed with uh, when they said he's coming out alongside the comic in October. That makes me excited um, because, as I said, Ectotron's comic did end on a bit of a to-be-continued that I'm really hoping gets picked up by this thread. This guy also looks... At a glance, I thought this guy looked a lot like Ectotron, and then I think that's because in the comic books, Ectotron had the goggles down once or twice. I, I pulled out my Ectotron yeah. figure, and I was like, oh, wait, no, they look completely different, um, which, which again, makes me hopeful. I was worried for a sec when I made that connection that, like, the story was going to be, oh, Ectotron uh, from the future has come back, and I'm like, don't make them all the same guy. Like, I want, I want this to be, like, a weird super team that's forming. Um so, yeah, I'm into this. I think it looks good. I think there are critiques of it that are not invalid, but I think it helps that the artwork so far that we've seen is accounting for his massive chest. Uh, I don't mind the massive chest when that's what he looks like in the media. Uh, then I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, mm-hmm. That front windshield, though, has got to go. That's terrible. That's, yeah. That's the, like, I love this figure. Let's get it out of the way, though. That front. Is there anyone who has anything nice to say about Gigawatt's front windshield? <laughs> No, that's definitely something that I don't know why it wasn't painted. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that, and for a second I thought, I'm like, did I, am I remembering the time machine from the movie wrong? Was it like a heavy roll bar I'm missing? Or Yeah, it's like, it's even in one of the pieces of artwork. It's in the movie poster lookalike artwork. You can see on the windshield, like, that detailing behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, if... I, I will say this: If the comic book is is really fun and also has an explanation for that, I will drop this critique immediately because I defer to fun comic books. Uh, that's one of my weaknesses. But uh, I'm sure that folks who make, for instance, labels that go over top of ugly windshields, uh, they're probably real hyped to have an easy uh, way to start an upgrade kit, for instance, on something like this. Um, but otherwise, I want to open it up here. Uh, TJ, I want to ask you, uh, how, how are you feeling about what is like one of the most obvious things to do with movie crossover Transformers? Do you think they hit it uh, more or less on target? Uh, we, well, windshield aside, yeah, I do. I do. I do really like what they have done here. Uh, like, I, I want to say like, if I can actually find like the full. There, there we go. There we go. Looking for the pull reveals. Uh yeah, like they seem to hit just about every hope that I had for this thing. You've got the optional Mr. Fusion. The hook is a nice little thing I didn't expect. The wheels fold down. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. Goldwing doors open up. Yeah. Like that's totally unexpected, and that's absolutely awesome. It's a tiny car mode, too. Like, for anyone who might not have handled Siege Sideswipe, that's not a big car, so having the Gullwings uh legit surprise me. Yeah, like 
because that I I'm looking at like looking at each other like that takes a lot of reworking to get that to actually happen. Yeah, like, I'm thrilled that they went through that extra measure. It's uh, it's kind of it reminds me. It, I was gonna say it reminds me a lot actually of Ect- one of Ectotron's original toolings, which was those side panels of the Ecto One kind of curling up. Uh, like having a hinge back there, but I'm I'm also wondering because that that is a spot where some stuff curls up on Siege Sideswipe. It's obviously not the same piece, but I, I wonder if that may have helped with with the ability to have that stuff uh, have a hinge on on the rooftop, uh, since there's nothing else you have to really worry about getting bumped over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's this this is really hitting it, and it's also like he's a deluxe, which I, I okay. Apparently, Walmart tried to launch an exclusive version with, like, exclusive packaging. I honestly don't know if that ever went up for order. I, all I know is that there were two different dates given, and both of them have passed, and I've never heard of anyone getting an order in. But I I believe this guy was less expensive than Ectotron. That was, that's what I, I might have just made assumptions. I, I, think, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say yes. Because I, I think this is a slightly stronger looking figure than Ectotron for a lower price. Like it's it's sort of hitting a real nice bang for your buck, in my opinion. Um, Aaron, how how are you taking Gigawatt here? Um, like I kind of feel bad that I didn't go for Ectotron. Um, it was one of those things that I was I was thinking about getting at the Think Geek store that was in the mall, and then I saw that that store was closing and went, oh, I'll go get it and. Then it was just gone. So, mm. eh, whatever. Uh, so I can't really say eh, compared to the one that I have in hand. Um, but beyond the the comparison thing, I think it looks good. I'd like to know if the the one that they have there is the exclusive extra painty version or not. I don't think that ever even got cleared up. Like if there is yeah. any difference on the figure itself with that limited run. Yeah, because no. it was supposed to be like the the license plate has the well, it's the license plate that's the on the sequence package. number. Like you can yeah, see, it oh, it's, it's the license plate on the package. It's not even the one on the toy. Yeah, that's what I understood after a while. Is that oh okay zero 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 one of nineteen eighty five? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I guess. Okay. I mean, it it feels like the only thing exclusive is going to be like the packaging. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, there's literally no, no, there's no indication of anything else besides that. Because I I think that the the brush steel look looks good because that's the I mean the DeLorean which was of you know the the base vehicle that they're it doesn't have a DMC logo on the in the grill which makes me think this is their it's close enough to not to be recognized but not so close to be copyrighted mm. um but the delorean was made out of stainless so that brush looks good i just wish i wish that the front windshield wasn't clear yeah like I... make it make it smoky put some sort of like energy look inside of it maybe even like a blue flash of energy around the rim of it and you can't see in the window because it just came back through the the time transfer yeah. window, whatever it's they never frosty. talk about what it is. It's frosty. Yeah. It's time cold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, because they ha- they had that on the first one. Yeah, it's cold. Where it had it's like time the cold. 
the frost built up on it and then he let Einie out. So yeah. so yeah, you just you just paint it like that and it just gets rid of that horrible look of like look, it's a car with all the structural support of plastic pieces underneath it. I uh, I also want to caution that I like what I noticed is in all the nice looking shots with a dark background, he definitely looks like there's a brushed steel kind of paint look mm-hmm. on him. The white background ones do not look as much like that. If you look really closely, there is paintwork. It's just very hard to see because it's silver on gray. Yeah. I expect, I, I would caution, let's all just expect him to look like the white background version in person and be pleasantly surprised if it's more obvious in person. Like that, right. that brush steel yeah. look. Uh, otherwise, I think that is maybe setting oneself up for disappointment. Like the, the dark background photos are very, very specifically shot in a lot of specific lightings, like colored lightings, etc. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, they want it to look good in those. So bear that in mind, I would say to, to the consumer. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this thing being available in October at, you know, regular places and not Walmart. I guess that's going to be an ongoing conversation this year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we will be hitting that later on. Trust me. Um, I'm also just, I don't know, because I, I found the Slimer accessory with Ectotron was cute, but also fairly useless. I'm way more into this uh, Mr. Fusion with a 5mm attachment on the bottom. Like, that just seems perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm kind of assuming there's a 5mm. It's just I'm looking at where it goes on the time machine, and you can you can sort of see the, the connection there. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything else you guys want to throw in about Gigawatt? I really appreciate that we all just quietly agree it's Gigawatt. Yeah, well, that's the way that Doc Brown says it, so why yeah. wouldn't it be? Yeah. He's a yeah. doctor. I, I'm just prepared for this to be a new rib, uh, sorry, fib rear, um, you know, where we have to, like, make, make lines in the sand about how Rumble's clearly red. Uh, but, you know, everyone everyone who's who's not a war criminal is going to, you know, agree this is gigawatt, not gigawatt. Um, and with that, let's move on to Maverick, the Top Gun crossover figure who we saw in package in the least helpful way. Uh, and, and I'm just going to go right to it. Uh, the same thing about, you know, dark background photography being set up with, with the best lighting and everything. Uh, that is the case here because the white background photography of Maverick's robot mode straight up screwed up his shoulders so that they are folded down for vehicle mode and make him look really bad. Uh, mm-hmm. If you look at the black background photos... Don't shoot things on white backgrounds. That's what we're saying. Yeah, it doesn't work. It somehow makes everything worse. On the dark background, if, in case that was something that you were concerned about, as far as I can tell, in the dark background shots, you can see the shoulder line is higher. Like, it's clearly an armature that folded upwards for robot mode. Uh, however, the paintwork on him, that that dark background ain't really helping a whole lot. Like, they tried to go for weathering on this F-14, and I just don't think it worked out. Uh <laughs> Is there? I, I think part of it is that it's like linear. Yeah, and it just draw. It's just a thing that draws your eye because it's in in patterns in the 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 little bit of the fans first Friday thing that I got to watch um, before I had to head out um, for other reasons. They they actually talked about that and how the the guy that was on there was the one that did that specifically worked the decos I think is what I heard mm-hmm. and that they were they were proud of what that looks like and when his when his wings are swept one of the photos makes it look like those lines go all the way across so maybe like that's what it's supposed to be but I think it just I think it looks instead of like 
kicking it up, I think it makes it look worse. This looks like something that should have been panel lined and not like debris puked. Yeah, I, I agree. I I feel like if I were there for the whole process, I would see what they were going for. But as someone just seeing the end result, it looks rusted and dusty. I think dusty is supposed to be the thing, but yeah, it just right. it just doesn't come off looking great and i i agree like if we're gonna have full body paint work done on this like this thing is begging for a panel lining yeah uh, and and and, mm-hmm. and and not to go back to the the aeronautic stuff but like rusty and dusty is not the way that you want to fly an aircraft especially something like an f-14 like I, i'm gonna th- i'm gonna that, just that say should I, be clean I, and panel panel lines would make it nah, because I, you're going to see that thickness differential in real aircraft that you're not going to see in a toy just gonna put this out there i don't think you need to have any experience in the aeronautical world to realize a rusted jet's probably not what you want to fly like surface corrosions maybe yeah i I just gotta throw out there because aaron's got his timeline messed up he's talking about an episode that's out after this one that we have not yet recorded in the canon of wtf tfw now non-canon who knows what's going on but a little hint we got an aeronautics focus thing coming up after this episode uh which i didn't realize we'd switch the order on these uh what do you i mean all i don't know what you're talking about what order we haven't recorded anything yet What's a tree? Because we did gigawatt first. What's a tree? You're messing with the time stream. <laughs> Aaron, your hand's fading. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I want to. I'll, I'll teach you first. I'll, I'll ask you. Like, do you? How are you feeling about? It sounds like you're not really all into the surface detailing on this either. No, not really. I'm not a fan of the plastic color they picked in general. It's yeah, it's yeah. Un- unfortunate. It's it doesn't play well with any photography that they took it doesn't look very pleasant there's something about like they pick some of the worst angles to show off just how hollow some of his parts are so when you put that in with that like really pale gray plastic it just doesn't look as high quality as like gigawatt or ectotron did yeah, and and I want to I want to throw it here at the top just because I felt this way on Twitter the day that this got revealed. I honestly don't think this figure looks utterly terrible. I I don't I like I've seen a lot of talk comparing this to Star Wars Transformers and like I kind of get it, but like I don't think this is down there. That said, I do not have the energy nor the passion to like actually champion the figure. It's just like I almost it's like I don't I don't want my tacit my tacit nodding to be like I agree this is the worst looking thing ever like there's things about it I kind of like uh I think that it definitely presents terribly in a lot of these photos um and it it doesn't help that like it looks like a, a deluxe in the way I enjoy it actually it looks a lot like a cyberjet and then it's kind of like you have to be reminded this is a Voyager um with a crossover premium so it's going to be 50 US dollars uh the one thing that helped was reading that the robot mode is about seven or so inches tall. This guy looks tiny in all these photos. I think it will help a lot to see one in person because to me, that's the biggest problem I have with the photos aside from the plastic color is like, he looks like a cyber jet. He looks like a scout toy. Uh, if you don't pay attention to the rivets and, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that Earthrise Starscream kind of did this to me too. Like seeing how much, larger and more more mass there was in person was really cool uh because I, I i this guy has an aesthetic i do like in that i've seen someone else say this too i think it might be wasp shot or someone else it was like he looks kind of like a modernized machine robo or gobot 
in a way. Yeah. Uh, between yeah. that and the Cyberjet aesthetic, I love both of those things. So, like, I actually really like the robot mode silhouette. Uh, I think the hollowness is definitely a shame, especially on a Voyager size thing. Um, it, it, it sticks out even worse. Uh, and I, so I don't fault anyone who's completely unexcited by this. I'm kind of hoping that means I can get one for cheap, like next year, because I, I would like to pick this up. Uh, I think it looks fun, but he also doesn't look all that great. Uh, his helmet, like the joke is his helmet has taken all of the paint app budget. It's a very nice helmet, <laughs> but, but he has paint all over the toy. That's all. It's like we were saying, it's almost worse that there is paint all over the toy because it's like, it's so ineffectual. It's frustrating. Yeah. And it, <laughs> that's the thing that I, I thinking about it, Tampos like that on broad flat surfaces are going to be inexpensive in comparison to having somebody brush in for paint wash. Hundred percent. I was gonna say ink wash would not be a one to one to that that weathering, right. but boy, right. the weathering is not helping all the all that much. Right. Uh, so <laughs> I think it would look. So like, I mean, that's the thing. If you look at like, you know, F fourteen Tomcat, like, there's not. Uh, you know, looking through liveries, you know, the paint schemes of them, they're gray. And that is boring AF. Mm-hmm. Like, they've got a little bit of, like, maybe pinstriping around the cockpit. Maybe the tails are colored, depending on what group they're with. But, like, there's not a lot of visual interest to it. I, so, I hope- to put it in a toy box, you've got to do something because a big old chunk of gray plastic is just a snooze fest. I hope this is more dynamic looking in person. Like, because it really bums me out to hear that, that like someone put a lot of work into this and is really proud yeah. of it and that it came out so middling in this photography. Like it, it has to look better in person to some degree. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hope so. Um, cause I like sitting here dancing through some, I, I, I think that if they had come up with, I mean, if they've got the Top Gun license, they could have gone with, like, the Top Gun, like, livery on it. I don't, And that might have been... I don't know anything about Top Gun. <laughs> it's the movie with Maverick and Goose and Volleyball. Uh, um, I, I know about Volleyball <laughs> due to this toy. That That is how I know about Volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Yeah, uh, well, no. Actually, looking at the Top Gun F-14, it's got black tips on the tails. And 114 is the number, so, I mean, that lines up nicely. But, yeah. Uh, like, that's, let's throw it in there. It's, 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 it's saddening. Really, really interestingly, this toy has hand swaps. Which is cool. That's not common yet mm-hmm. on mainline Transformers. It's it's basically a swap between normal peg peg hole fists versus open hands, and there to allow him to hold the volleyball he comes with, which, which I, I do like because between that and his self branded helmet, I feel like I can just easily if this guy never gets a comic, I can just pretend this guy's like a Cybertronian like sports influencer because that's what he looks mm-hmm. like to me. Uh, he also comes with a motorcycle that I vaguely recall from a movie clip. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's no one on it. He has it. a motorcycle that he rides past the flight line once. No, no one's on it, so I guess the motorcycle's just chilling. That's what. That's what I love. It's like the press releases and all those Christians say it comes with a tiny little Tom Cruise on motorcycle. Like, I don't where. 
you know what? I'm okay. He's with, not there. I'm. I'm actually. I think it's better if there's no Tom Cruise in this. Uh, I, I generally like things more when Tom Cruise isn't in them. So that that's a boon for me. <laughs> really live my life by that. <laughs> Uh, also, he comes with missiles that turn into guns, and I just noticed when he's holding them as guns, at a glance, it looks like the warhead is aimed at his own body as opposed to his target. But that's, I think if, the more I look at him, the more I'm like, no, actually, the the pointier tip does seem to be pointed the right way. But at a glance, it looked like he was mm-hmm. holding missiles backwards, and those were his guns. <laughs> Again, it, it's that fun of they have one photographer that played with toys when they were, you know, 12 for... They they they've got the photographer for thirty minutes, and boom. Yeah. Yeah, I I do actually really like the way the robot mode looks. I think it like um it, it looks like a robot that actually turns into a, a jet. It doesn't look like you know the thing that you'll run into with a star scream where a giant block man has to turn into a thing that can fly. Uh, this this actually I think is a really good robot mode design. Uh, I wish that the forearms had flaps. Usually I don't care about that, but there's a lot about this figure that looks really weedily for 50 bucks. And I imagine him blown up to seven inches. Like in my mind's eye, he's three inches tall. So I blow him up like over twice the size in my head. And I'm like, seems a bit more satisfying, but I'm even more bummed out by some of the, some of mostly just the forearm gaps. The rest of the stuff on him, I don't really mind all that much. I think his shoulder line is a bit weird, but that, that tends to happen when you have built-in shoulder pads, I find. Mm-hmm. Um, when you turn the arms upwards, it just starts to look odd. Uh, I, I don't think the shoulders are really a problem for me. But uh, and the, the transformation, from what I can tell, looks kind of cool. Like, you can see you can see big trap doors on the fronts of his legs that I'm assuming his feet fold into, and that's a cool way to hide that away. Um, and, and it looks like a lot of his robot mode mask kind of disappears under that jet mode. So it looks like it could be a fun... You know, transforming piece. But uh, yeah, it does not present super well. Looks really not up to par when uh, I think stood next to uh, Gigawatt and Ectotron. I can barely tell what this guy is. Like those two, I find for like, if you take away the crossover license, Ectotron and Gigawatt look like characters. Mm-hmm. You can really see like who they are uh, at a glance. They give off, they both give off a scientist vibe, basically. Uh, Maverick just doesn't really like the, if he didn't have his own name written on his head like i wouldn't really know what to think until you show me the volleyball and then i'd be like all right well that's weird and random and then someone would tell me about the movie top gun uh but yeah like i i as someone who wants to say that i think this toy is not the worst thing in the world i also can't really stand up for it all that much other than like i think this i think the star wars transformers comparisons a little harsh i think that's being a little bit mean i think that's just kind of pushing the port the, the i don't i don't know and I, and i it's the thing that uh, you know i'm with you I, I don't think that some of the photography has has done the best for this but where Ectotron and Gigawatt look like Transformers that also theme into their movies. Maverick looks like the Transmorphers that sits. <laughs> That's worse. On, uh, That's worse. That sits like next to the Transformers at Walmart. I didn't want to be because mean. it's their own line. I didn't want to be mean and, I do- and call them the, Star the thing Wars is, Transformers. The thing is, I don't. I don't know necessarily 
what that breakpoint difference is. I don't know why this one to me kind of feels that way. I don't know if it's like the fact that the thighs are the same all the way down as the shins to the feet. And there's some proportionality about it that this doesn't scream. This doesn't say transformer to me. I mean, there's part of me in my head. It's like somewhere in the back of Hasbro's warehouse, they had like an implied leader one toy ready to go and then they got this license mm. and went just swap its head it's close enough this all though is like this all sounds like good stuff to me <laughs> i get it I, I get i get what you mean because I, I can't agree there is like a very strange aesthetic dissonance that is not overt and not loud about this guy yeah there's something about him that does feel ever so slightly off uh, I think a lot of the reasons people give when that has come up on Twitter are not invalid reasons. I just, I would say none of those reasons I've read are the reasons for me. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a thing that it's like uncanny valley of transformer. Like it's, it's, it's not quite a transformer and it's, I think it's what, what makes me feel odd about it more than, than anything else. I keep imagining it's, this it's, dude. It's not so far away from being a Transformer, but, I, I, yeah. I think if this dude had a more faceplate pointier head and a much brighter and exciting color scheme, he would literally just be like, oh, holy crap, they're doing the Cyberjets again. Uh, his color scheme, yeah, maybe. His color scheme yeah. utterly betrays that that concept, but if you can mentally apply another color scheme on this guy, like if you can just look at the silhouette without the filler and all the brown goo, uh, like there is a cyber jet in here that is really fascinating. Um, all that said, like I'm not I'm not going to ch- chomp at the bit to get this guy either. Uh, I also I'll say if there was a little Tom Cruise on that motorcycle, I would say yes, this is Star Wars Transformers tier. But you know they they <laughs> fixed it at the last minute by taking the worst part out. That or it was missed for the photo shoot. Yeah, you know what? Just if if they lost it, oh holy crap, we lost the only existing prototype of tiny Tom Cruise for this toy. Guess we can't have him in the package because we lost him. Uh, Listeners, if you buy Maverick. Um... Evangelist won't give you his mailing address, but I have it. So just mail all of your little tiny Tom Cruises to me, and then Evangelist will get a mystery package someday from Aaron, and he'll be like, oh, what's this? I don't remember getting... Oh, God! Oh, man. It's like a really, really sadder version of that sad stream of the dude cutting up all of that one Star Wars toy. It's <laughs> me with a box full of Tom Cruises setting fire to them. Uh, my future, my future. I don't like Tom Cruise. I hope uh, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care if you like Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's just one of my things. Every now and then you encounter a celebrity you just don't like. Mine has been Tom Cruise for quite some time. Uh, Is it the center tooth thing? No, it's, it's, uh, it's much more about what's inside Tom Cruise than what's outside Tom Cruise. Um, I mean, I mean, his, his teeth are, are like, inside of him I, they're, they're second layer it's still what i would call outside layer okay. uh what how do i put this you know the movie is it the movie tropic thunder where he's secretly in it yes yeah i watched tropic thunder finally a few years ago and i was like oh, this is all right and then when i caught on that that was tom cruise i was like this ruined the movie for me <laughs> <laughs> i was actually mad when i found out that was tom cruise so it's like it's like if someone you know slips uh it's like if someone tells you they're gonna give you a really nice brownie and then it's like it turns out they put a dead slug inside of it and didn't tell you till you bit in um 
you know, and we've all done that, I'm sure. Uh, any other thoughts on Maverick or Gigawatt? It sounds like it sounds like generally not to not to broad strokes us, but it does kind of sound like we all fall one way or another into the boy Gigawatt's exciting kind of reaction to these. Um, I feel. Really... I think I think at this point, my favorite part of Maverick is that if you look on the back of his box, it's him lining up with the the aircraft carrier. Well, that's a hard and... thing to pull off. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. I I remember. I I remember a few things about Top Gun, and I, yeah, I remember buzzing the tower and volleyball, and what I remember most is the old NES game where landing that plane was the most impossible thing you could accomplish as a child. Yep. Yeah, I, I just noticed that there's actually information on the back here too. Call sign Maverick, mission code name Tango Foxtron, special skills going vertical, weaknesses Jet Wash. Roll Interceptor Rank Lieutenant. There's some cannon right there for Maverick. Uh, oh, we can tell from the deco he avoids wash. Yeah. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, those are those. So there's a crossovers news. I expect that's all we're going to hear about crossovers till next year. <laughs> there's no way they're going to just pop up like. And also, what other movies came out 30 years ago? Um, there's quite a, quite a list I've seen on, on Twitter alone of possible concepts, but before we get to that, uh, we had fan first Friday part two, the second happened today. Um, and I, I missed the live stream and what I understand is I really missed a live stream because it sounds like, um, was it Mark with the mustache? Um, yeah, Mark from product design apparently was quite Mm -hmm. a joy on the live stream. Yes. And I would like to uh, find an archive of that. I did not have long to look, and so I glanced around for about five minutes, and I couldn't find an archive link. <laughs> so I'm going to look it up later. Um, but there were quite a few reveals here. First up, Rotorstorm. The one problem with Rotorstorm is being corrected. Rotorstorm has a mm-hmm. brand new head that looks great! So uh, Rotorstorm's a win, as far as I'm concerned. Um that can't possibly have been in reaction to anything. I think that was just they didn't have the head on hand, I'm assuming. Yeah, um, yeah. the way he made it sound was like, yeah, here's... Because they showed, like, one in a tray. And they're like, see, he's got the right head. It was just a, an error, so... Yeah, that happens. That's fine. It's, it's only mm-hmm. good news. <laughs> um, so that's excellent. Uh, and then here's the bit about uh, Maverick. We talked about him. There is a Siege shirt, which is the packaging art on a shirt. It's good art. It looks nice on a shirt. Uh, and then, uh, holy crap, they're actually really... They're, they're pushing with this Netflix line. Um, it's like two waves, I guess. Because uh, the first wave is more or less out, and I thought that was it. I thought it was just Netflix money saying we want toys, and then Walmart is the lone retailer left to accept something right now or something like that. Uh, Who's Target? I don't know. Um, but no, they're revealing some more. So they, they showed some, looks like some character models from the show. Uh, finally getting a decent look at what the, the Netflix Alita 1 looks like, and then it's, she's an RC retool of Earthrise RC, who does not look like a very good toy, given some in-hand... Uh, reviews that have come up of late uh the thing that kind of i'm still actually trying to figure out why i feel this way i think alita one looks way better than rc and it's like something about her retooling wears that robot mode a whole lot better yeah 
Um, I'm, I got nothing to say about the car mode because that is literally Earthrise RC's car mode. And I know that half of it is a gigantic thing that is on her back, uh, mm-hmm. which is not as exciting. But she looks like a might be the color layout as well, along with the new tooled chest and head, I believe. I, I, I think it's definitely something where when when you're a smaller figure like that, your color layout can go a long way towards hiding stuff and bringing things out. Yeah. And, and it Elita 1 I think does a very good job of of pulling the right things up and pushing the right things down. Yeah, she just just wears that body well. Um mm-hmm. it looks I mean I know this isn't the case because so much about that toy is to the I would say compromised even to achieve a, a an RC um robot mode. But it, it, in a lot of ways it looks like this is what the figure was actually meant to be. Was Alita 1, at least in my my opinion. Uh TJ, how are you feeling about uh, Netflix Alita 1? I I will say this, I like it better than the Power of the Primes. Like it strikes me far more like Alita One than uh, the last attempt we got. There's there's bits about her I like more, but there's also bits I like more about the Power of the Primes one. <laughs> I like both of them. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, th- there's always going to be part of me that leans toward how they looked in the cartoon, and the fact that she's a car in general just tells me, yeah, I am. I'm more into this one. Like I wish the I wish there was more tooling done on the car to make it look like it did in that cartoon because that's what really strikes us as oh it's just it's just RC again that actually surprised me when I saw the alt mode shot because I was like okay if we're doing a full retool like two thirds of that car comes off before she transforms maybe that whole two thirds of that car could just get thrown aside and turned into something else. Yeah, I mean that's not how toys work, but I was just kind of hopeful. I was like, "Oh boy," because I saw the robot mode first, so I, I had my minute of being excited. <laughs> uh, I don't want to keep dunking on that because I haven't, I haven't even handled Earthrise RC. I'm just, I'm not really, I'm, I'm okay with with the way they do it on Cliff Jumper and the Bumblebee we're about to talk about, and I'm even okay with how they do it on Ironhide. There's something about the way it's done on on that Earthrise RC that still really bugs me. Um. But uh, that's not the only Netflix reveal. We also see uh, Netflix versions of Earthrise, Wheeljack, and Siege, Red Alert. And it's just, it's you know, it's the thing. It's They got more weathering. Um, mm-hmm. Nicer looking weathering with a slightly higher paint budget, I am assuming, going off that first Netflix wave. Uh, I think the the weathering is not kind to Wheeljack. <laughs> but I, I, I'm guessing that's just how he looks. I'm assuming he's in the Netflix show. Um and the, 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 my assumption is anyone who's getting a toy here is in the Netflix show, at least in the background somewhere. Uh, I'm th- pretty sure I've seen Wheeljack in the trailer. Yeah, he's somewhere in there. Um, and Red Alert is, uh, you know, that's a Siege figure, so that's that's just an upgrade. That's a straight upgrade. Uh, Impactor, I honestly needed to look at him for a sec to tell if anything was different. Uh, it is it is the weathering, obviously. But, uh, I mean, they, they look fine. I don't think I'm going to go nuts trying to hunt these down. Um, except for maybe Impactor, because I think that is an excellent figure just in general. Uh, but I don't know how are you guys feeling about the uh, the deluxes that are that are you know just we added battle damage. Um, I mean my the last set of deluxes that I got that was just we added battle damage. Um, like all seemed good. Mm. It's 
it's it's definitely a case where I, f- I feel bad for having gotten those already, and these are just going to be the next rounds of them. Hmm. But, eh. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm, I'll get over it. It definitely, yeah. like, kills my excitement for a lot of these Netflix figures where I'm sort of like, oh, it's the one I bought, but better. Okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All the fit and finishes have felt better on them. All the, like, the the decos look better on them, better laid out than the mass retail versions. I, you know, through through the the repaints, it's, I mean, even with, you know, Impactor, um. It's all, all all three of those are just like, yep, we we splashed them up a little bit and and yeah, sigh. Yeah, I'm glad that we know that the end result is probably going to be really good now that, you know, there is enough in-hand reports of that first wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's I would have rather seen production copies if possible, because these these look like CAD model um mock-ups and i find it's a lot harder to care about paint app upgrades when i'm not seeing a physical version because i don't know that it's going to look exactly like this when it's you know real and not a cat model um tj how are you feeling about the the repaint trio here i'm kind of if iffy on those um i'm not i'm not huge on battle damage decos in the first place i can admit it looks good but it's not something that i'm actually going to care about putting on my toy shelf yeah i can uh, see that yeah wheeljack kind of looks like half the g1 wheeljacks on ebay right now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because those are the sticker yeah those are the uh the clear back uh sticker details that are all gunked up <laughs> yeah yeah that's it it's exactly where the paint would wear off the die cast and everything uh I think for me, it's mostly like maybe this is just this because this is the smart way to go about things in general. It's like I kind of I'm kind of if the impactor looks really cool, I'd pick him up. But that's because I like that figure a lot. And I like that it represents a very good impactor toy after so many years. Uh, like if Wheeljack and Red Alert, OK, A, if the show is really good, then that's step one. And then B, if I really like Wheeljack and Red Alert from that show, then I might track these down. But I think that's the other thing that's sort of a ceiling on me for a lot of these Netflix um, straight read echoes is I don't know who they are yet from that show. Uh, and there's a chance I could get really into it and really want to pick these up, like have, you know, Cyberverse all over again. There's a chance that there's, there is still a chance it ends up being, you know, another machinima thing. Where I, you know, I I end up wanting to get the ones that feel the most like they remind me of funny memes from when we watched it. So I got to see what the show's actually like. It'll be out in, uh, what, just over a week as of this recording on the 17th? It's on the 26th, I think it's coming out. 30th. Oh, is it the 30th? Damn. I think so, yeah. Okay, that's like two weeks away. Um, But yeah, that's for me, that's also the story on some of these. Uh. What what else is under, in this in this Netflix wave? Uh, the the Bumblebee we assume they'd make out of Cliff Jumper is in this Netflix wave. Uh, a, yeah, a, and clean, clean as well, and mm-hmm. officially licensed by Volkswagen or Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is Cliff Jumper, so the back comes off. I do, and and I wish I could explain why I don't mind it as much, but it's just that you know, especially after seeing that undershot of RC's car mode, it's because the figure transforms and then you put the thing on that I think I'm more into. Uh, I think the 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 gimmick shot of the cannon mounted with the back of the VW lifted up is hilarious. Um, 
That's one of my favorite things I've ever seen all week. Uh, I think this Bumblebee, like, they also show the Bumblebee model from uh, the Netflix show, who, you know, doesn't really look like this toy, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Right down to the head sculpts, it still doesn't even, like, the face feels slightly different. I, I don't really see any connection myself. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't turn into a VW when he's on Cybertron. Um, actually, you can see it in the feet. He looks nothing like the toy. I don't know why they showed him next to this figure, but this figure looks looks neat. You know, it's it's a it's just a solid mainline Bumblebee made out of a cliff jumper and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, I I if I can pick him up easily, I'd pick him up. I'm not going to go out of my way. Um, Aaron, how are you feeling about Bumblebee? I'll pr- probably pick him up. Um, I think I'm going to end up getting all five out of this wave. Three of them, kind of with a deep sigh. Um. But yeah, mm. I I think he looks. Oh, excuse me. Wow. Okay. Uh, That's how I you think feel. he looks Holy good. Moly. Yeah, <laughs> I, a little bit of dinner fighting me there. Um, I think he looks really good. Uh, this is definitely. A, I I I I still think you can see that. Like, hey, this is supposed to be Cliff Jumper first. Um, mm-hmm. just due to the big cannon factor yeah, and gun. just the like <laughs> yeah uh, and, and the like i don't know we put half of his carb as a plate oh yeah um action which like i don't mind terribly but it it definitely feels like that this was go going the other way um for him and I, I, I do kind of like the different method of, like, pop-out cannon that just comes out of the middle of the car. Yeah, it's like it's obviously an optical illusion. It's not like it actually pops out, but I like the implication of it. That, like, yeah. the back comes up and this huge cannon just erupts out of his trunk. Yeah. <laughs> and it has a bipod for literally no reason. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just there. Uh I also want to throw out there, if the head sculpt looks anything like this in real life, that is a really good head sculpt, I think. Uh, it's nice, mm-hmm. nice and crisp with little ears. Uh, TJ, how are you feeling about uh, Bumblebee? I mean, I don't think there's any shock that he is a remold of Cliff Jumper, so yeah, it's about what I expected. Uh, I will, I will say, like I was watch, I was watching the the Facebook live, and like when they were talking about Bumblebee, is like we know what everyone's asking: is he gonna be the VW bug? And I'm like, is he gonna be the hover car? Because that's what I've been asking for. Yeah, I would have been way yeah. more excited if he was if he was the the model you showed that clearly turns into a hover car because that'd be yeah. way more exciting to me. That, well, <laughs> that was the one odd thing about that kind of tease is like, okay, yeah, cool, because they're on cyber. Tr- uh, nope, okay. no, no, because like that's the, when we were first pitched Siege as a line, like Wheeljack yeah. and Bumblebee are the ones they reference. Like we I could know. see Bumblebee <laughs> as the spaceship. No, and, we can't. And these are technically Siege toys because they're under the Netflix banner for the Siege show. And it's like, y'all, I get it, but also y'all, <laughs> sit down for a second, please. Uh, I mean, aside from that comedy of expectation, uh, <laughs> I I don't mind how it looks. I I will actually like admit I like the shield better on him than I do Cliffjumper because it's shaped more like an actual shield. Mm. Uh, like it, mm-hmm. it works a little bit better for me. It's that cannon. Yeah, <laughs> the bazooka is such a like a cliff jumper thing that it's just weird and it's way out of place for a character like G One Bumblebee. I just like the like, idea that that Bumblebee was like, "Yo, I need a better gun," and Cliff Jumper's like, "Here, take this." 
<laughs> All right. I mean, like, like the IDW idea, Bumblebee is. I need to be taken more seriously. Upgrade my body so I look like other Autobots. And this one is like, I need to be ma- taken more seriously. Cliff Jumper, give me your gun. I, I am into the fact that we'll be getting like if you go if you get this guy and you also get like hubcap like we're gonna have like three copies of that that silly thing and yeah I'm yeah. I'm, I'm down with that because I'm I don't have cliff jumper I'm not sure how doable this is I'm assuming you can you can daisy chain some of those parts together to make oh, a, yeah. a ridiculously yeah. long gun uh yeah it's all five millimeter oh sweet yeah then it's just yeah then it's just the the mini car sentai gun where they combine all their cannons into a really long one. <laughs> like pokes the monster of the week in the nose. Uh, see, I'm I'm okay with Bumblebee. I think it's weird that he's under the Netflix line. I'm. I would also say maybe it's just for a lack of another place to put him. If Earthrise is already filled up, and they really want to do this, then I guess he can go in there. I'm. I'm also. I like. I did they say what's up with Earthrise past wave two? Um. No. We. we they. They told us what they're doing with like the Alicon and Quinnison as far as repaints go, but yeah, I don't think we heard anything Wave Three. I'm wondering if Earthrise ends up being Power of the Primes long, and I don't, I don't want to enter into like baseless speculation. And I've seen it bounce around of like, well, Earthrise looks like it's ending early, and I'm like, well, I don't know that we know that, but also well, it's weird. We, we've got like, well, we know like we know what the next wave is with the Alec with the Alicon, and yeah. then the wave after that's got Trailbreaker in it. And I'm oh, trying to remember right. Sunstreaker as well. Yeah, it's Sunstreaker. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay, okay, never mind. Yeah, we know what I <laughs> Sunstreaker and Trailbreaker. Like, I keep forgetting that they exist in that line because <laughs> I feel like their reveal was somehow like kind of not momentous. It just sort of was mentioned. Um. Okay, that that answers that. I'm I'm just stalling a little bit because I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what I think about this next reveal, which is uh. Uh, this like changes a few conversations I feel like I've had. This is Earthrise Optimus, but sold without his trailer. So the and with fully blue legs. Basically, it's better than my Earthrise Optimus. Uh, he has a new head, which I I am guessing that's just I'm, I haven't checked. When they say he has a new head, and I look at that head, to me that just feels like that Siege Optimus's head, but on the Earthrise body. It's oh wait no it's the same it's, head. Never mind. What am I saying? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sitting here holding my Earthrise, and it looks like it's. It looks I, like it's the set. I mean, I mean, it's Optimus it's a, Prime's head, so it's not like yeah. there's a ton of variation in there. True. I mean, um, I don't may- have I don't have mine on it. Does it, it like from my own like like memory? It looks a little softer. Maybe like the eyes are a little bit bigger. I it's hard I, to I say. think that might just be that it's. Like different visibility or paint on it. Well, this is a CAD model too that they're showing, right? So that's going to make it fuzzier. And this, this is the right. one on the white background because they then went on to show his character model from the upcoming show, which is literally Siege Optimus and utterly irrelevant to whatever they were talking about here. They pointed it out. <laughs> Did they? Well, they pointed. He's like, yeah, there's the model based on his Siege toy, and like. Don't do that. You're selling siege toys that are supposed to be based on the show. Yeah, it it just seems like his eyes are light blue instead of dark blue. So right. It looks like it's a separate piece. And I don't know, maybe like the forehead fin is stands out a tiny bit more. His, his ears look a little taller than I remember. No. The, no. Slightly? <laughs> no. Be. The ear kind of looking down on it. 
so yeah, I love this. I love maybe. this. I don't. It's, by, it's not definitive by the way, at all. I'm only on this because the news item says that this is a, a, an optimist with a new head. That is that is why I'm on this. If that was like you know mistakenly attributed, then whatever. <laughs> Maybe again they have the wrong head. Dot cad loaded. Could could be. Uh, this is he's not alone. By the way, he does come with two. He's in he's a Netflix Voyager, so he comes with two weaponizers, uh, and they have great names. He comes with Anorax and Sheldron, uh, which is Taraxodon and Sound Barrier in clear gold to represent or replicate his energy axe and energy shield, um, which are both his signature weapons because he's had the shield all along. Um, mm-hmm. That's the story. We're sticking to it. Uh, it was just always in his trailer. Yeah. I think that's this is a really cute idea if you're going to have to put two weaponizers in with him to have, like, weaponizer versions of his energy weapons. Um, mm-hmm. It's not... <laughs> amazing and they should be orange and not gold but i think it's still okay uh i just feel really weird that this is like just better than the earthrise prime aside from not having the trailer which to me makes it better than the earthrise prime uh do you guys are you guys thinking i mean aaron it sounds like you're going all in on the netflix lives if i'm being honest this is one so like the reason why i was going all in the 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 thing that kind of got skipped over a little bit was then they also showed that Bumblebee, Alita One, Wheeljack, Impactor, and Red Alert all come with parts of Teletran One. Oh, that's the the papercraft Teletran, right? Right. Yeah. Which I don't think anybody actually acknowledged it in the first wave. No. And and this time they're like, oh, and look, ah, who to thunk it? Uh, type of of reaction that was like, yeah, okay, that I mean. Hey guys, do all those boxes you threw out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, A, yes, that's the first thing I'm thinking. Uh, B, yeah. I like the idea of a papercraft diorama, but I don't know anything, because I haven't seen these figures in person at all. I don't know, like, what any of the, the, the papercraft parts have looked like so far, if they feel nice, if they look like papercrafts. They're, or... they're great for background stuff. It's not like, the, I mean, they're... Like, they're flat. They're flat. They're, like, a thicker cardstock with like a glossy print oh okay the, the gloss already makes me happier like just so long yeah. as it feels like it is meant to be part of a diorama and it's not like yes the studio series backdrops are fun but they're also recyclable in my opinion they don't yeah. they don't look nice after you open the toy they're just kind of goofy uh mm-hmm. so yeah that, that i kind of glazed over this too because I, I just don't know anything about it yeah um so like that's the reason why i'll probably be going all in on the deluxes for the Voyagers. Oh yeah, I see. Okay. Uh man. The the energy axe and energy shield things do not call out to me. Um and it's the fact that it'd be the third time that I'd be getting that prime mold, unless there's something drastically different about it, or I can come across some deal for it, it's probably going to be a pass. All right, TJ, how how are you feeling about uh, Earthrise Prime's Sans trailer? I am getting just a wee bit tired of all these toys coming out and then Hasbro a year, or not even a year in this case, later going, hey, here's a better version of what you already bought. This is uh, less than six months later, is what I would call yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, See, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't like I don't mind the trailer because to me like that's part of his vehicle mode. I want to have the trailer as part of the truck, you know. But it is just a big hollow empty box that adds twenty dollars to the toy. 
you know, for this for like 10 bucks more, you at least get two other Transformer figures that kind of emulate his energy weapons. Yeah. Kind of. And, and I'll always stand up for mm-hmm. Taraxanon as being a very solid gimmick toy. I like Taraxanon. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's a nice one. Yeah. But I, like, I, I don't I'm, know anything about Sound Barrier. <laughs> it is frustrating. It almost... It, let's, 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 let's put on a tinfoil hat here. It almost feels like they left some things inferior in the Earthrise toy because they knew they would have to sell this version. I, I would like to know, and I'm never going to find out, this is just from my own curiosity, I would really like to know what has this figure able to have those leg parts in blue whilst the Earthrise one had them in gray? That's a big question I have. That that does make me wonder if those inner leg parts were on the same um, assemb- assembly plate area so as parts of the trailer. So my thought on that is this is the line with a lot of extra paint apps, right? Oh, you think they're just painted? Oh. That would I mean, be a potential answer. Yeah. I mean, but we also have a lot of the internal parts on the arms that were dark gray on the retail release, and now this one is all matching red. Could be. Which, that would be be a lot harder to paint with all the friction. True, true. I mean, it would be a lot harder to keep paint with all the friction. (laughs) One thing I'll say that was revealed to me uh, is apparently um, Alternate Universe Optimus Prime is mostly cast in blue plastic. Mm Mm-hmm. To which I was like, what? <laughs> so apparently that toy is just covered in paint. Do, do we want to go to what we got this week? Not yet. I didn't know I didn't know you already had him in hand. This is just going off of... Uh, I think this was actually in my, in my Discord. Someone mentioned this. Um, oh yeah, it was Frosty in my Discord. Uh, because gathering from a paint chip that already occurred. <laughs> yeah, on the hand. There's a paint chip. The hands were blue and then painted black. Uh... It's all the black part, not all, not the whole toy, but all the black parts on the toy were actually molded in blue. It, yeah. it sounds there, like there are, as the 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 quick version, there are a lot of places where uh, it's a very glossy black, and it's clear that that is uh, paint. Okay, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you make a good point. Also, it is the Netflix line, and this figure is not heavily retooled, nor does it have battle damage. Mm-hmm. So all that paint could be going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did specifically state that they intentionally left a few figures clean in this in this wave, so they would work with Earthrise. Oh, obviously. I mean, yeah, you'd want to do that with Bumblebee, especially, and then Soundwave, who we're about to talk about. Um, actually, let's just do it. So Soundwave uh, turns into a, a this was this was Soundwave from the hostage photos some weeks ago. Uh, comes with um, Ravage and Laserbeak, who have apparently uh, remolded heads, and I forgot that Laserbeak's head doesn't look like this on the Siege toy, so yes, that is remolded. Uh, and uh, yeah, he turns into a, into a little cassette player. Uh, he clearly is a retool of the Siege uh, Soundwave, especially going off the forearms. I don't have my Siege Soundwave nearby, so I haven't checked to see like precisely how retooled he is, though. Um he looks cool. Uh, he doesn't look bad. I'm glad that he comes with two minions. That he's like a perfect fit for the Netflix Voyager price point. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, TJ, what is what's your take on on Soundwave here getting that alt mode everyone wanted him to have? It sounds like in the first place, all those heathens who who didn't like his perfect spaceship mode, like I did. <laughs> uh, well, as someone who actually did like the spaceship mode, 
you yeah. know, and I actually Good. did have fun with the siege toy. This is kind of exactly what I wanted. Like, yeah, I will, yeah. I will, I will accept the spaceship mode if that's the sound wave that we have as an option. But as soon as you give me an option like this, yeah, spoiler alert for my eBay page. Uh, <laughs> like, I felt like that was what a lot of the reveals today were. Honestly, I, I but. I am curious if, I mean, he clearly doesn't, but boy, it would have been cool if they did this whole retool, but just left in the connecting points, he could still do his, his BSE spaceship mode that I love so much. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, I love, I do love the look of him. He gets rid of all the stupid battle damage I hated on Siege Soundwave. Like, just, it. the window is nice and clear. That's like the happiest I, the happiest you could make me. Yeah. And yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm happy the extra efforts taken on uh, Ravage and Laserbeak get them to match. Yeah, I, I genuinely forgot that their heads look different at all. Uh. <laughs> well, well, on 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 Ravage, it's it's a pretty su- it's a pretty small difference. Like mm-hmm. it's it's basically the same. They, I think they just cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah, Laserbeak had that like more than meets the eye part one. Like I, I like yeah. it's just a cockpit for a head. I think that because I also had had spent a good part of a season of the TCG getting terrified by that laser beak, I forgot that his head was any different because I was just so used to like, like I dissociated laser beak from siege with terrifying little Pierce dude who makes my life awful. Um, so I, I forgot he didn't have the actual like eyes and a beak at that point. Uh, but yeah, the, I, I agree. Like, I, I like Spaceship Soundwave a lot. I'm gonna, I'm hanging on to that one. This also looks very good, because that Soundwave was also just a very good Voyager, I felt, in, in robot mode. Um, and so I would, I would like to pick this up. I hope it's not difficult to. There's, there's a whole thing about Walmart we'll talk about in, I think, actually just a sec. But, uh, Aaron, how are you feeling about, um, not Earthrise, but clearly Earthrise Soundwave? Um, he's a get. Yeah. Uh for sure, for sure. Um Yeah. I I think he looks really good as tape deck mode. Uh I think he looks great as a robot mode. I think that the the goofy ship one looked pretty good as a robot mode. Um so that it's kind of continuing on like yeah, it makes sense that he looks good this way too. Um I remember seeing people being able to mostly pose the spaceship one this way. It was just like, was it some of it like the knees didn't quite bend or the hips didn't quite bend? I can't remember now. <sighs> I want to say there was something that like didn't let him come quite square. Yeah. But it, I mean, obviously this one does. So I wonder if that's just a thing of like, oh yeah, we shaved this tab back and moved this pin forward three millimeters and now it does this just perfectly yeah um but i no i think it looks really good i think uh laser beacon ravage look at least in the the cad versions of them look really good um it that's of of the two voyagers this is the one that's going to be the i may well i don't know starting monday walmarts are requiring masks no politics in the thread um so that might be a place that's safe to go to occasionally again Mm -hmm. um once these start coming out i'll hit up the the three stores here in town every once in a while because i actually did see after pre-ordering the spoilers inside box at one of the walmarts in town 
So, uh, the the new spoilers inside or the no, old spoilers inside? No, the the old spoilers inside. <laughs> I was say, the, that'd yeah. be a hell of a jump. <laughs> ultra the the ultra Magnus one. Yeah, because I'd be like, okay, so which one are these? And for the new one, because because uh, yeah, the the last re- I'll just say quickly, the last reveal is another spoiler box. Um, mm-hmm. where the clue, the Cybertronian glyphs clue on the front says Fangtron Giza. Uh, Giza was the Arms Micron partner of Arms Micron Nemesis Prime, who returned with the uh, power of the Prime's Nemesis Prime, which has a lot of people thinking, oh, this probably is a Nemesis Prime of some kind. Uh, which I then, mean, or it, or it's just coming with the sword, or it's just a sword. That's all that's in this box, <laughs> or well, it's a, or it's a figure with a sword. Well, the yeah. the clue in the last one was wrong. And what connection to Ultra Magnus does that have? It's a spoiler. (laughs) Okay, fair point. Still, it'd literally just be, we threw this sword in. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like because of the power of the Prime's version calling back to Giza, that makes me think that that they are probably going for another Nemesis Prime, because there's also, you know... Who was who was Ultra Magnus retooled into an Optimus? What do Optimuses do when they get painted black and teal? They become nemeses. So I, I would my current assumption is it's it's an evil Galaxy Prime. But uh, see, I thought that too. But there's a ten step transformation difference between the two. I mean, Giza might be all like a whole brand new thing. <laughs> well, I, actually, I want to say it's the other way around. I want to say this one is. Uh, being advertised with 10 points fewer than Galaxy Upgrade? Hmm. Maybe Could they, be maybe, remembering that in the wrong direction. Maybe but, maybe like, they're just admitting that sometimes that they're, the number of points of transformation is arbitrary BS that's made up to increase a, a numbered count of steps. That, uh, I do greatly respect and, and enjoy the work of the instruction book makers of the figures. Yeah, it is weird. Like, the... <laughs> I saw some talk about that steps of transformation thing, um, and then got very. I the way the way it happened for me is I saw people talking about it, and while reading through a chain, I forgot which number went where, and I got very confused, uh, and so I backed off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it might not. It, I, I'd actually be more excited if it wasn't like just another Nemesis Prime, uh, because. Looking at the trailers for the Netflix series, I'm kind of not feeling super excited if the big thing at the end is like, and then there's a Nemesis Prime. Uh, if that's like the spoiler. So I, I would rather the spoiler be something a little bit more left field. I mean, I mean, if they want to do a Galaxy Upgrade, Optimus's Nova Prime? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'd go for that. And I mean, if they retooled him at all, that might remove some steps of transformations or, or add yeah. them if that's the direction mm-hmm. we actually have to. I can't remember anymore. I, I'm no, nodding no, vigorously <laughs> in this audio format. <laughs> uh, but, I, I did double check on Galaxy Upgrade. It's 44 on this spoiler box. It's 34. Yeah, you know, retools those wings. So they just, you know, there's less flip, less flippity. I do remember on Galaxy Prime, I mean, on Magnus as well, but I remember on Galaxy Prime, I had more trouble getting every, all the little bits and pieces oriented right without having to check, like, a picture uh, when going back to truck mode. So maybe there's less bits and pieces on, on the thing. With our luck, even if I edit this tonight, they're going to reveal what it is, like, tonight yeah. while I'm editing it. it, so. it it'll, it'll end up dropping... <laughs> When somebody gets into Walmart system. So I'm going to, if that happens, I'm going to not 
add yet another editor note to another one of these. Let's just all like like you know play friendly and we'll just acknowledge that like they're not synchronizing with our Rinky Dink podcast when they're doing their product reveals. Uh, but yeah, all this stuff, this whole Netflix line, by the way, Walmart. Dot com exclusive, and in Canada, it sounds like they're only showing up at Walmart so far. Uh, I want to acknowledge that it sounds like uh, two things. A, Walmart has suddenly done a lot of legwork to become the go-to for all of your exclusive toy needs. They made deals with a bunch of different brands, has or companies, Hasbro included, from multiple brands un- under each of those companies to pick up the slack of a whole bunch of their San Diego exclusives and like other exclusives moving forward. <clears throat> there was a bunch of um Star Wars Black Series reveals. Uh, there have been NECA Ninja Turtle toys that apparently exist, but no one can prove it because no one can order them. Um it sounds like ordering limited exclusives off walmart.com is literal hell. Uh, yeah, so apparently the story with all of these is that they were supposed to go up at like 11 o'clock with the the brand shared link or something, and then they did, or they got mined out and were found. So... There, there's well, or some combination thereof, and no, no. then um, never had photos, and then were sold out. Yeah, so Soundwave sold out in less than ten minutes. And yeah, when you clicked on them the first time, it was basically this Transformer action figure, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, I and, saw, I saw the receipt that Diecast put up on Twitter, which was just a bunch of that, like fourteen lines of action figure with a price yeah. next to it. Yeah. Now that that was because like apparently they were updating it as everyone was trying to load in. So like as I was going through the checkout process for the ones I was after, it was literally like every time I add to the cart is like Transformer action figure and I go back for the X one. And now the other one would say like Bumblebee. Uh, There's no uh. picture yet, but it just says Bumblebee. So there's a little bit of like there's a little bit of faith pre-ordering here. Just going, I'm going to pick these, and hopefully, when all the information uploads, it will be the ones that I think they are. I'm going to paraphrase something I said on Twitter the other day in regards to all this, which is like, I don't think it's going to be a problem in the long run. I don't think any of these are going to turn like Grail rare, so I think it'll be fine. But um, all yeah. these exclusives, like, like running through, like retail bag of buttocks Walmart is like capping a lot of my hype. <laughs> like it has to kind of put a, a yeah. low ceiling on my excitement. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. as someone who went to the Facebook page to find those dedicated links, like uh virulent was the reaction that I, I experienced. Yeah, I mean I, I know for I know I've seen a lot of people who are pretty not happy about the Walmart thing. And so I kinda want to temper it with like it's not it's it's gonna be fine. Don't don't start yelling at everybody uh aside from from like <clears throat> neca randy like you can yell at him because he seems to be really into that but uh you know it's it's gonna it, it's 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 annoying it's much like when we had like a, a a loot crate exclusive tcg card to chase down you just say like i really don't like having to go through this system to get at this stuff this is not a good experience and it's really hampering my excitement about what y'all are putting out and then they will keep that in mind and hopefully go somewhere else uh the next time one of these cycles happens because it sounds like that walmart thing has been a nightmare for everybody uh 
The NECA stuff's been the loudest, because apparently in that case it was just like, I don't even know how many unit numbers they had, but it sounds like no human ordered anything that NECA had (laughs) gotten put up on Walmart. Uh, So, you know, I do actually, you know, not sympathies, I can extend some empathy to trying to deal with that as someone who wants to operate as a voice of that company, just, you know, maybe operate as a better voice. Um but uh yeah this i'm i'm i i just i genuinely don't think a lot of this stuff it'll happen once or twice but i don't think a lot of this stuff is going to just be like scalpers only because at the end of the day if a scalp if scalpers bought every single sound wave and no one buys the sound waves that they have they have to mark those sound waves down so yeah and that and that's the thing i know that you know i've maybe in this for- situation i'm fortunate that i have three walmarts in town i know that i have since I had the surprise, oh, wow, these are new, citing whatever three months ago. I've seen everything again at least once or twice across those stores. Um, the the Voyager 3-packs, the all the deluxes multiple times, and the unboxing spoiler with your Play-Doh in it one as well. So I don't... I think it's it's still a thing that may need a little bit of hunt for in order to get. Um, it's it's just a bummer that you know, especially for Hasbro and Walmart and being an online thing that I I I know that they probably only have a certain amount provision for the website versus yeah provision for stores yeah and the couple of high end things probably hit all of that out. But still, you'd think that maybe maybe you'd realize that the wave mold exclusive things that you were selling it as, like they had to know that Bumblebee is going to be the hotness. So why not? Like it's a it's a case of eight normally in deluxes. You have three Bumblebees and two Alita ones and. Uh, Wheeljack, a Red Alert, and an Impactor because we've already kind of bought those other ones and shift the cases a little bit to I mean, make it go. This makes me want to just ask the question, whatever happened to that diamond distributor initiated thing of made-to-order parts of cases that yeah. I remember we well, were all buzzed about and then yeah. like, <laughs> kind of just no one well, talks I, about I think it it's, anymore. I, th- I think it's still like to that extent is kind of hard to do yeah. because there's just so much lag time from saying hey I want one of these to or hey I want let's just say a pallet of of one of these to the time that it's at a loading dock in the US yeah and unless you want to pay like expedited in a factory and air freight um, in which case you're probably doubling or tripling the price of of something on a pallet. Um, but man, like the couple of things that you'd think should have been the this is obviously going to be the big hitter one that that drop off of the online so quick that you know I was busy today with other things to come back around and see the the ones that I had the highest interest in. Um. Are the ones that are sold out. I, I also noticed in some of the reactions, it sounded like the hell was trying to get anything off of Walmart, and then everyone casually walked over to Hasbro Pulse and bought the three Pulse exclusives without, like, batting mm-hmm. an eye. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was I was able to get the pulse exclusives that I want. Um unfortunately I didn't go I, I wasn't able to get Rotor Storm after they said that the head is the right head and showed the new head and made me go, Wow, that looks really good. Yeah. But but I think it just to me, from the outside perspective, someone who was not trying for any of this because I'm in Canada, it sounds like Hasbro Pulse just ran as a better online store <laughs> for what was going and, on. And Amazon. And Amazon also ran as oh a better. Oh my god, the Amazon the Amazon was the mess. Was it? Was it a mess in America? Oh okay, okay. So the two packs that were in Amazon? Yeah, uh, that's what that's what Aaron was thinking of when he said like some like people had to like data mine the website and and like backdoor in order for people to order it. Uh, I clicked on the link and it went there. So it yeah. mu- it must have it must have been better come like well th- one o'clock was... when I went. Oh oh absolutely absolutely by the, like by then it populated to the website and you could find it in the search engine and all that. But like when everyone was trying to rush to get these in pre order and everyone was like. Yeah. Soundwave sold out in eight minutes. Let's like hurry, pre-order, pre-order. Where's the other? Where's the two packs? Yeah. I can see. And that, it yeah. was like, like they everyone found like, if you click this link, it'll add it to a wish list, and then you can order it from there. Even though the uh, actual listings yeah. are down. Okay. Yeah, that that's what I saw. Was like you had to do that, and it was very stressful. Off the back of the Walmart experience, it seemed like everyone was really freaked out. And then it turns out on yeah. Amazon, once they populated the links, it was fine. But yeah, I I, I still like Amazon and their uh, attempt at precision too, uh, because the the Seeker Two Pack is arriving August nineteenth, twenty twenty, before eight p.m. <laughs> okay, okay, sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's. Um, I'm glad that you have certainty that far out. What a good hypothetical situation you just drew up there, Amazon.com. Yeah. On Amazon.ca, the uh, the actually the Autobot Alliance pack with no name attached, just like a, a generic placeholder, had been up for like a week, and I just pre-ordered it on site because I was pretty sure I knew what it was. Uh, mm-hmm. As soon as I saw these reveals had happened, I went to Amazon.ca, and, and the Seeker pack was right there. The Autobot one was actually gone and took most of the day to pop up again, as far as I know. Um but uh, yeah, like I also just say, was there anything else newly revealed about the Pulse Trio of uh, of Exhaust and Hubcap and uh, and um, his name? <laughs> I forgot his name. The gas station, Grease Pit. Grease Pit. Grease pit. Um, I think it was just. Had we seen Hubcap before? He was. Yeah, one of, yeah there was. I a, he was in a bag. He was in a hostage. Was, photo. was he? Was he one of the embagged ones? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, cause I knew that, like, you know, they did mention with exhaust that, like, hey, it has this mercenaries logo on it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, exhaust and, and the- grease pit, like, it's not that they, it's not just that they leaked, but literally retailers had them. Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah. And, and they were kind of like, yeah, and, and these couple of ones that had already been out. Yeah. Like the the phrasing was, uh, we got three. We got three of these selects, but the first two, you beat us to it. <laughs> and then the, I was like, oh, cool. So they got one they haven't shown off at all. And then it was Hubcap. And like, <sighs> it's like, okay, people that we can acknowledge beat us to these other two. <laughs> people we cannot acknowledge showed yeah. a Cyclonus that still has no identity. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I mean, I think this is the clearest we- look we've had at Hubcap by far. Like just seeing like what his car mode looks like, and you know if if he really just has that gun again, um, it's a good look at his head sculpt. So if there's nothing else new, then yeah, let's get on to these uh, these two packs. Uh, the Seeker Elites, Dirge and Ramjet in a two pack. 
they have new wings and new heads. Uh, it's our first clear look at the conehead retools of uh, the Earthrise uh, Seeker mold, I think, because the uh, hostage photo ones were like missing an arm. Um, mm-hmm. So these also that was that was for proof of life. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> to send the arm to the embassy or whatever. Uh, these guys have new wings. They've got uh, wings that are hinged on their legs and then another piece that is on a rotating mushroom cap thing on the back of their torso. Um, they've got new kneecaps, which are very silly, but they are the kneecaps everyone always wants with the cone heads. So I can't mm-hmm. really complain. I think they look really stupid, <laughs> but <laughs> kind of endearing. Uh, cone head, uh, head sculpts. Uh, they got new face plates or different face plates, um, with different expressions. Uh, it looks really cool to me. Uh, I'm, I'm into these. Uh, I am assuming Thrust will be out somewhere in some way as well. Uh, Mm-hmm. He's on packaging art. I, I'd i say, like, now that Earthrise is in such a weird place, I wonder if Thrust, like, is in the main line or will just be yet another exclusive somewhere. I think he. I think they showed that he's going to be in the main line. I think he turned up in computers as just a normal figure. Okay. I, lo- I lost track of those computer listings, there's too. Like this, there's, like, this, like, nebulous third wave that has Thrust and presumably Inferno. We just don't have anything official yet. Oh, right, right. Um... The the other thing I want to briefly call out on the packaging art, I appreciate that the artwork of the Seekers in their jet modes straight up has the goofball uh, <laughs> yeah. neck ring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, you know what? You're you're not trying to hide it. Uh, tune into our Aeronautics and Transformers podcast in episode five eighty nine. <laughs> what 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 episode? Uh, episode five eighty nine. It, ha- uh, it hasn't been recorded yet. How do you know what the topics are going to be? Because I run the show. I already drew up the agenda for that one. I have a detailed topic list for that thing. We're gonna at some point mention rings on the bottom of airplanes. Uh, so yeah, these these guys are kind of. I think these are to me these are figures where it's like, well, if you're into the if you if you're down for all of this then this is for you. If you're someone who, upon learning that there are Coneheads, went like, I am getting the Seekers again. I am one of those fools, because I like Earthrise Starscream a lot. It was a big surprise to me, and I think part of that surprise has has mutated into me now also wanting all the Seekers again, because I was so pleasantly surprised by the one. Yeah, I've been upset I've not been able to find the Target 2-pack. Me too! I can't even find a Target up here! Yeah, well, <laughs> they tried. They 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 did, and they failed horribly, and that, and that's on them. <laughs> uh, but Aaron, it sounds like you're you're uh, you're going to be down with these uh, these fellas. I mean, I've 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 pre-ordered it. Oh, so right, right, right. I would I would assume that I'm going to end up with them. I should say I pre-ordered them too, so it'd be weird if I wasn't into them. Yeah, that would just actually no. It I think be they're weird. garbage. <laughs> I'll throw it in the garbage. It would be indicative of very unhealthy collecting, which is a problem that can happen in any fandom. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, TJ, how are you feeling about the Coneheads? <laughs> I hate them. They're disgusting. I'm appalled. I've got them on pre-order. Ah, good, good. You can give them the real, yeah. the treatment when they come in. Yeah. So Show up, kick the box twice, spit on it, <laughs> throw it straight in the trash. Just bought it out of spite so some child can't have it. Yeah, I don't want more of these out in the wild. They're going to screw That'll people show up. Them. Yeah, you can't make anyone happy. I am. I, I love that they. I, I love that they're going all out with these and they're actually just doing. Oh, I love that since classics we have gone from well we can't do all the seekers at once because that's too many at one time. To here's all six in the same calendar year. 
Yeah, right after and, we did six, no, seven in the previous wave, just none of the Coneheads. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we did... We did those. We did the main three. We did the Rainmakers, and then we have Hot Link floating in the Netflix series, and then we had Red Wing. All right, eight. I always forget about. Yeah, yeah I always forget about Hot Link. <laughs> uh, but no, no, my pre-order is already in. Uh, yeah, I, it was one of those things where I didn't really think I would want to collect them all again after the Classic Seekers. Um, I'm one away. Yeah, I mean, they made it's a better classic seeker. They just made a better classic yes, seeker. It's, it's it's such a good toy. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It, it, like almost frustratingly good toy. Like I still, I will never let go of how much I wasn't into it until I handled one, and I'm just like, what did you do to? I shouldn't like this, but it's good. <laughs> uh, I do think on um, Dirge that his rotating back wings look a lot dorkier and jankier than uh than ramjets yeah um i wish that they could fold in a different axis it's obvious why they can't but they are really just chilling out back there or or if more of the that outboard part of the fin stayed on the leg rather than yeah following up on his back also i don't know if i'm misremembering should dirge have tail fins I believe so. Because he doesn't. Oh, no. Oh, wait, wait. No. Oh, God. No, I think he's flat. Okay. This looks weird. Right, hold on. It looks weird. Go go- but- <laughs> Everyone Google. Okay, yep, yeah. What- he, no tail pins. Okay, okay. He looks He looks like he's been shorn. Yeah. Like it- <laughs> no tail fins. That's somebody's custom. That's not G1. Yeah. No tail fin. No tail fin. No tail fin. Hey, you know, who am I to argue with the line art? Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's, that is that a, is an, an, an expected but still exciting to see confirmed two-pack in what is... Like, if we're leaning in this hard, then yes, do the, the Seekers. Anyone who's who's really sick and tired of G1, like, I got your back. And like, I, you know what? They're playing to a, to a basing instinct that still exists even in myself. So they may as well just go all in with these. Uh, whilst the iron's hot, uh, also hitting that hot iron, the Autobot two pack of Ironhide and Prowl. Uh, so this Prowl is predictable because Smokescreen is in Wave Two. Uh, this Prowl has, uh, I believe, a new head and a new hood, is what they said. Um, Ironhide, I am really surprised how much I'm into this. He he's a retooled Siege Ironhide. And in order to make him look more like a van, he has a van roof that goes over all the mush on the back of Siege Ironhide. And and I, I and the front, I think. Is it also no I, no the front windshield still his chest? There there's some significant changes then to his front. Where's it? <laughs> all right, back to back to photos. Because there's a hinge on or, that, or bit. some some okay, much now, different look, look layout. At the yeah, the back of his shield has his front windows on. Has the front yes, side yes, windows it on does. it. Oh, the side windows. Yes, yes, I agree. So it like the because yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the uh, front windshield hinges up, and then yeah, those yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant like the whole front of the car was on the the shield no, as well. No, it's like no, the no, up no. up along the top of the front, and then the front windshield parts. Yeah, yeah. Like the front window, not windshield. 
I guess. Because yeah, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, there there have been there there is a a pocket scale third party Ironhide that does a similar thing, and they meant it sounds like from the news item they said that like that shield can also be kind of you know done up like a sled like in in yonder um, Microman days. Uh, I shouldn't like this as much as I do, but there's something about it I'm digging. And again, yeah, there's a big parts forming piece, but the rest of the toy still transforms into like a vehicular shape. Mm-hmm. Which which is like what's making it still work for me. I I've also I, it might even be more than that. I I it looks like part of the mi- like the middle windows are on that sled too. I can see that the clear bit in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like like just knowing that he is Siege Ironhide, who can turn into a stick on wheels, means that mm-hmm. if I lose that shield, he just turns into a real screwed up looking van. That like yeah. you know got stepped on once. Uh, I think it also is the fact that I never saw Siege Ironhide in person outside of one convention floor. So this might also be an extension of that, where I'm like, finally, I get Ironhide because uh, I like Siege Ratchet and I like Siege Crosshairs. So I like I like the base design. So I'm really into this, and I like I like Siege Prowl a lot. So I am really down to get a, an Earth of Earth Amorized. Uh, Prowl, I, I kind of, I kind of like that there are some figures where I can have the Cybertronian mode and the retooled Earth mode standing next to each other. Uh, there's something about that that really tickles my fancy, and I, and I can't explain why. But this Prowl specifically activated that in my head uh, when I thought about him next to Siege Prowl. Uh, so I'm into this two pack a lot. Uh, I am astonished how much I'm into this Ironhide. Like, the more, like, his van mode is going to be real screwed up. You can see his feet poking out the back, and, like, his shoulder blocks are just unvanning his entire silhouette. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just jutting out. But I don't know why he's working for me. Um, like, when we got those super fuzzy photos of that, like, I saw the, that, like, chunk of gray in there and thought, huh, he's got some really big rear view mirrors. <laughs> they don't even fold out not, nor are they mirrors they're just <laughs> just armor boxes uh, but uh, TJ how are you feeling about the, the Autobot 2 pack uh, again I'm really happy with how it looks uh, Like I love that we got this prowl that's still the nice design and like engineering from Siege but we've got this like like a smoother version of a Datsun yeah, like, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, like the DNA is absolutely there. He looks like a very nice reimagining of that vehicle. And yeah, the robot looks. I want to say the robot looks better proportion than the siege. It might be his crouching p- position that's adding to that, and also the yeah. the feet are slightly different because they got Earth mode bits, so yeah. they're a bit bulkier. Might, might be that. Yeah, uh, for Iron for uh, for Ironhide. Yeah, like I've been wanting him forever. Is just uh like like the old van that's all i really wanted like he comes with some caveats he's got the big shoulder blocks that are visible and the roof is just a big shield on a character like ironhide i can like i can get it. like the whole part of like it becomes a shield is okay with me if it looks like it is a shield and like that just straight up looks like a riot shield oh yeah mm-hmm. the, the box art sells it also real hard like, like just having him carry, like wielding it and blocking a shot on the front box art is, uh, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a great way to get me to shut up about it is what I would call it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Not like, like RC's, I don't know, it's a hover thing. She just block. stands on I'm it. I'm still really mad about that. <laughs> like, not mad, mad, but God. That undercarriage shot of her, I was just like, who is this for? Like, What if it came with a Beach Boys record? Even then, it would need to look like a surfboard for me to think like, it goes with a Beach Boys record. Like, just uh, just tell me, just like make it look like what you tell me it looks like. I don't get behind a shield on Cliff Jumper because it doesn't look like a shield. Yeah, you know, I don't get behind the hoverboard on RC because it doesn't look like a hoverboard. I would accept it as like our like modern day hoverboard that's just a plank with two wheels. Yeah, I would accept mm-hmm. that more than I would like it's a flight board of some kind. Yeah, like like RC isn't. Let me to keep the tangent, but boy, RC is is has surpassed. Like I had a thing with with Earthrise Optimus, which is like I hope that we're done now and we never see this truck with trailer again uh, for a long time. Earthrise RC is like okay, all right. Now we can we can never we we never have to do this RC again. We can start making RC look cool. <laughs> And 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 better. Now we've done this in the masterpiece. You're all done with your G1 fight RC. Now we can have RC look more like a, an actual cool robot made out of car parts. Uh, yeah, I've uh, like I, I had held out hope given those weird like heel planks that she has that like there was something cool going on with the transformation and seeing that undercarriage shot, I was just like, all right, yes, yeah, so there's nothing cool going on. It's it's actually the fully predictable one. You've you've punished me for my optimism, and I take offense to that greatly. Uh, but that is not the case with this two pack. Uh, this two pack, these two two packs, both I think are striking me really well. I'm into these a lot more than the Siege exclusive multi packs. I think partly because, like, I just didn't really get into the extra weaponizers all that much. Um, I like that these are just a couple figures, uh, and that takes us to our final reveal: the five pack. Which is more of a three-pack. Let's all... Can we just say it? Can we just say it? Be real here. It's three figures and then two figurine accessories. Like, that's that's what it is. Are you saying that, that Cranex doesn't count? I'm saying that even if he counted, everything about the photography of Cranex is telling me he doesn't count. Because I love it. The sheer disrespect to Cranex in all of these product shots. Uh, where he's either in a cage, being flung by a Quintesson, <laughs> or just being eaten by a Sharktacon. Uh, I mean, Cranex's role is to suffer, isn't it? Yeah, it is. it's like he, he, we, he exists to die. He, we, yes. Well, we it's not even that. It's like we see his entire planet be destroyed in front of him. We see him rotting away in a jail cell, being hauled off and prime and summary executed. Absolutely. And that's all he is. And 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 that's why I'm so happy with all this box art or these, these photos. Like these are these photos are great. This set looks great. Like my I'm just I'm doing a bit. I just think it's funny they're calling it a five pack. Uh the the prosecutor even is like, well, he's got a lot of paint and he's got a clear stand thing that he's attached to, and that's cool. And Cranix looks great. The, the sculpt is good. Uh, the Quintesson, is there anything different about this Quintesson, notably, from the, the single pack one coming out? It's I honestly can't it's tell. All, it's just in colors. Okay, like, just like different it, hues. It, yeah. Yeah, where like the like tentacles, tentacles are green, where they're gray on the retail release. They're, it's a okay. darker tones to kind of fit the darker palette that the movie had. I'm into that, because I would like to own both Quintessons as two different Quintessons. So I like that they look slightly different. 
because uh, yeah, the the Quintesson is you know obviously excellent touch. Uh, the Bailiff, uh, I saw this called out on Twitter. The Bailiff appears to be um, using a color scheme that was invented by fans, so it's not actually the movie color scheme of the Bailiff. But also, the Bailiff was not an Alicon, so whatever. <laughs> um, I'm just going through some of these still shots. It looks like the prosecutor has points of articulation. Uh, so that's kind of exciting. Like his head can turn. Yeah, the um, head can turn. Mm-hmm. And that that's nice. He can, it looks like he comes off the stand, too, if you want to have him get stepped on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Con, Great toy. I am glad to see it happen again. Uh, colors do look, you know, again, like like you said, they're just different. Um, so he'll fit in with a horde nicely. Uh, this is a good five pack. It's got a, it's got a solid little backdrop even. Um, I was just hoping to see that Kranix might have shoulder joints, but it doesn't look like he does. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm way into this. The, the, the retools on the, on the Alicon for the Bailiff make the Alicon look better in both modes. They even make the alligator mode look good when it has the, the legs oriented the way I don't like it. Those shoulder spires like are doing a lot of work. Uh, I, I like this set a lot. I, I'm I'm way into it. TJ, uh, how you feeling about the uh, the pit of judgment? So, this is one of my favorite scenes from the original movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I absolutely love the Quintesson, uh courtroom, for lack of a better term. Uh, yeah, I'm way way into this. Like, I love everything about it. I love that the packaging is designed so you can just have the execution scene set up. It's got, it's done so many things right. I'm actually just a little bit slighted that the executioner wasn't included too. I'm really bummed out that he's in the pack, like the, the art on the back and is not in the thing. Cause I'm like, you're showing him the one guy missing now from the whole scene. (laughs) (laughs) It, yeah, it bums me out too. Like I can't get mad, but I'm just like, oh, you're like five second. You're you so are centimeters. Close. You are centimeters so away. <laughs> Why did you stop just before the finish line? I'm sure. I'm sure that like it, this is running into some kind of budget wall already for what it is. Uh, I mean, they. I, I think during the live stream, they accidentally like refer to it as a. I, I think an SDCC set. It's like. This was supposed to be at San Diego Comic Con. So, I'm gonna say this looks exactly like a San Diego Comic Con set. <laughs> this is oh yeah, it's it's a very Throne of the Primes presentation. Yeah, I mean, I'll get over. You know, I mean, we have so many talented 3D printing artists, uh, 3D artists, uh, people who who have access to injection molding elsewhere. Someone will make at least one executioner that is scaled to the set. Um. Which, by the way, I should mention, the set scale is also kind of ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it's very, it's it's actually kind of cool. The set scale uses forced perspective in a way, where if you look at the set and you don't know that all the toys are standing right next to each other, you can sort of imagine that it's it's scaled to perspective. Other than that, like I don't think Kranix was that small. No, <laughs> no. He, he was as big as Rod as a hot rod and cup. Like I, I like the visual though of him just being loomed over by this gigantic Quintesson. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that the entire point of his scale is he has to fit in a cage and in a shark decon's mouth. Yeah, those are our priorities with Cranix. Good priorities, cage you know? or mouth. <laughs> Those are the correct priorities. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm really into this. Uh, I hope it's easy to get a hold of in Canada. Like, I know we can order off of Pulse if we want to, but I don't want to because it sucks. Um, Aaron, how are you feeling about uh, the Quintesson uh, Quintipack? Oh, that's why they called it a five-pack. I get it now. It's Quintessons. <laughs> yeah. Just occurred to me. I'm probably going to skip on it. Um, I think I have two or three of the Sharktacons already. Granted, different colorway. This can be the the other cousin that lives in the other executiony pit. Um, I don't like the Quintesson judge. The the five faces thing as a toy that tries to transform because it's in the Transformers line just feels not good. I, I mean I like I like that like going off your point, I just noticed I like that the little gun is on top of the cage. <laughs> Yeah. So it looks like Kranix has like he's like, I'm not in a cage, I'm a defense turret. And they're like, Yeah, Kranix, sure, you're a defense turret. <laughs> so So really for me it would just be like the different schemed Alicon and two basic molded things. And that just doesn't doesn't tickle my goose. Uh it's that is valid uh this is this is absolutely tickling my goose, but but I think I made that clear. <laughs> uh, I I do I I think you do have to. It is there there is a certain mindset you have to have about the Quintesson. You have to buy into the Quintesson to be into the Quintesson. Like there's no way to convince mm-hmm. someone that like no, it's actually really cool. Like either either you dig it or you don't. I don't think there's really yeah, especially at seventy dollars. Yeah, U.S. It's it's if it was. Maybe if it was fifty, because it's, uh, it's you're Voyager at, yeah. Deluxe and the Scout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking at thirty, twenty, ten, and then five dollars per figurine. Yeah, like yeah. It, it prices out. It's. I think it's that. It's a. T- it, if you're not into the Quintesson, I think it is an insanely tough pill to swallow that the Quintesson's a yeah. Voyager. Yeah, because that is a lot of money for a dude who, who let's just say he doesn't transform like he does. Yeah, but he he, <laughs> he kind of pulls apart and flips around. There's a bunch of parts in there. Yeah, for sure. And and like each of those faces has like a springy gimmick on it. And there's there's a bunch of stuff going on in there. So parts piece and parts wise, Voyager's probably the right slot for it to go into. Yeah. But they, it just doesn't. It doesn't get me. It it sure is a bunch of moving plastic. They did they did show off that there is a switch on him that auto, auto flips his faces around. Oh damn! Oh damn! So <laughs> yeah. So you look at the you look you look at the set. Uh, you look at any like there's this just this big obvious tab sticking out below the faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You put that to the side. It spins the faces around. So you you. Given the fact that it has that gimmick attached to it, you know, and you can actually do like the proper Quintesson head flipping, I don't really mind the fact that it's a really weird little like tower base thing as as a transformation. I yeah, I, I just I just love the Quintesson design a lot. It's it's I I've loved it since I was a kid and and with nostalgia aside, I still love it. So mm-hmm. like it's one where I'm like I'm I just feel like I am up paying to get those five head sculpts in different colors as opposed to a more toyetic Quintesson that would reduce the number of heads and unify their color schemes a bit more. Um 
I'm paying a premium for something that is fan wankier than it has any right to be. Uh, I, I'm fine with that. Um, I also I love the Cyberverse Quintesson. It really bums me out that there's only one, the one figure of that, like, and that it's in an expensive box set with two other toys I don't want. Because <laughs> uh, I, I would I would love to have a Quintesson to go with my Quintesson, uh, so that they could they could be cross dimensional pals. Uh, but I believe that was all the fan first Friday reveals, uh, which brings us to the unintentional reveal. Someone straight up leaked a piece of artwork and then Netflix confirmed that they'd hidden the letters of it in the backgrounds of their posters, which meant that there was going to be a reveal anyway. At some point it's except that it's Netflix revealing the title of the third part of a trilogy for which the first part has not yet come out, which feels like a weird thing to do too. But, yeah. Uh, the third part of the War for Cybertron trilogy is called Kingdom. Uh, there's a, a very small resolution copy of its poster that leaked out. Um, this was, I don't think, an intentional leak at all, because uh, I'm pretty sure this was a bummer for a lot of folks who had been working on uh, the artwork, uh, who are probably the first people that a bunch of money people glared at as soon as this leak happened, even though... I believe leaks like this have been traced to artwork being part of PowerPoint slides sent to retailers globally. So this really could have been anybody who leaked this. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially at like the resolution of image that we got, this definitely feels like somebody that was sitting at home through a thing and just grabbed a screen grab tool and went real quick rather yeah. than I have the PowerPoint and copied it out because yeesh, it's low res. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'll just say, like, this is the kind of leak that, like, you know, we'll talk about it. It's fine. But, like, we're not going to see anything about Kingdom for a long time. So, like, you know, there, speculation, I, I mean, I also, I tend to sit on speculation a little bit, and I, I admit that. But it's like, let's, let's still talk about what's happening this year, not what's happening, like, probably next year. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but Kingdom is the third part of the trilogy. Uh, things you can take from this uh, is that Galvatron and Megatron's faces are split in the background, and that's all spooky. Uh, and it's full of Beast Wars and Bumblebee and Optimus. <laughs> Optimus Prime looking astonishingly out of place in this poster. Yeah. Like, like he showed up and everyone else went, oh, crap, right. He has to be here, doesn't he? Uh, the golden disc is, is middle and center. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Black Arachne is in there. Um, and I really hate the first place that my brain went was, oh, Black Arachne is in there. I bet that's going to be a retool of Earthrise RC. Uh, <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I really, really hope that's that I'm wrong. One female mold every three years. All right. That's the quota. I really mm-hmm. hope I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, it's a whole bunch of Beast Wars Season 1 cast uh, really loudly. Um, so, hey. It looks like we're going to get some Beast Wars toys. There's also rumors uh, with apparently some basis of um, previous rumors from the same source being correct that there's a whole thing about, like, fossilizers and that it's going to be 50-50 Beast Wars in G1 or something. Like, that's all... If I just say that, then my brain says, oh, that all sounds cool because I'm imagining the coolest version of all of it. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. I assume maybe we see something... In October, but way more likely we see a full reveal in February. Uh, yeah, that's my current assumption. It's, it, but it, you know, that makes an ass of you and me. So you know, don't lean too hard into it. It smells funny. Uh, 
but I'm, hey, you know, I'm happy to see Beast Wars finally get something in here, because uh, certainly a big critique of the last four years of Transformers has been that it's the G1 show. So uh, this this definitely is a welcome sight. Um, and uh, it times really solidly with, I forgot to put this on topic list, the news that John Warden, who's been uh, the design lead of Transformers from 2014 till now, is uh, leaving Transformers and heading over to Ghostbusters and Power Rangers. Uh, so, I mean, the way that timelines work, I think it's pretty easy to assume that he is, he was there for at least the first wave of kingdom. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like his legacy is these two trilogies. And I think that's a solid legacy to leave behind. Uh, but I like that it's ending on beast wars and that a recent tweet from John Warden was quite literally, let me settle the debate. I love beast wars, uh, followed (laughs) by a row of animal emojis relevant to season one of beast wars and this kingdom, uh, poster, oddly enough. Um, so yeah, this I think this is this is cool news. It's it's cool to know that that we're gonna at least in some way get away from the G one show a little bit. Although I've already seen the speculation of like, hey, what if for scale's sake, the junky little figures are all the Beast Wars figures, <laughs> and then no. all the large nice toys are the G one <laughs> <No>. guys. <laughs> and I'm like, that's real dark. No. That cannot possibly be what's happening. But now that you suggested it, now it exists. No. This concept. No. No, 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 no. So we can we can have the Beast Wars line, and we can still have it scale because we need a Titan class figure. Yes, and you know Hasbro would love to market a hundred and sixty dollar Optimus Prime. Hundred percent. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> With I was... the burned head, burned head, and everything. <laughs> I was all hype to talk about how, yeah, they'll do the Axelon as Omega Supreme to just juanify something else iconic from Beast Wars. That's actually more likely and also, oh, crap, I'd buy it, too, because it would be really big and dumb. Uh, <laughs> that would be the stupidest, dumb, big thing. that A third party called Lewin Enterprises or something, that is literally the only thing they do, which I love, is that they have an MP10 upscale where it's like three feet tall or something, two, two yeah. feet or three feet tall. Like always in the chosen primes booth at yeah at TF. They have multiple colorways too. They they have a Captain America colorway with the shield even, and like I'm convinced that, that was just a guy who was like I want the big Optimus and like started an entire company for it. If that actually happens in the mainline, I'll die laughing but happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's it's. Um, it's positive news overall to me because it also means that yes, Galvatron uh, is a thing, and I, I would love to see a good Galvatron. That's just a solid, straightforward, good Galvatron. Uh, do you guys have any other speculation on this? Like, like TJ Beast Wars uh, brings about the the I'm going to reach into the back pocket of my old stinky uh, reference thing. A whole bunch of Scott McNeil type stuff, but it's also it's also Beast Wars. It's Dinobot. It's maybe they'll maybe they'll. Hey, do you think maybe they'll do a good Dinobot? <laughs> maybe you mean because why why would you ask me about the Scott McNeil questions? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> we we uh, we have a whole history of Dinobot toys as well. So we do know that they are. They are kind of picky about scale as far as this goes, as far as the toy line goes. Like, we've we've been trying to keep the characters about the same size as they're supposed to be to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of pulling this. Like, it's interesting to me that we are getting Beast Wars presumably lined up with when all the G1 stuff is going to be taking over Studio Series. Like. Oh, yeah. I lo- mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I like, okay, so we still have G1 product, but we can still, we can get away with doing this in generations. I think that's cool timing. Also, I take away from things like what what we know that they're doing in Studio Series. We have the product listings for Grimlock Wheelie, and we now have uh, Slag, which will probably become Slug before it gets to the toy store mm. that, comes with, that comes with Daniel. I kind of view that strategy the same way as if, like, you don't have as many toys that you can put out as leader in a Beast Wars series because there's no no one's that huge until you get to, like, Season 3 and we already did Optimal. Yeah. What you can do, because he is taller than most of the cast, you can have a scaled Dinobot sold as a leader and then pack in mm. a Rat Trap. Mm-hmm. So you have a perfect two-pack to have those two together. Yeah, I, I would love to see the leader price point used for, like, it's nice that Double Dealer is a single standalone toy that's a leader price point toy, but I, I also, I'm such a fan of taking a price point and then using it as a price point, you know? Like, this box contains this much money of stuff, but it doesn't have to all be one figure. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I would be way down for that. Like, yeah, leader leader class where you get... Like a Dinobot and a Rat Trap, for instance. Uh, Rat Trap would actually fit that, aside from obvious reasons. I feel like Rat Trap would fit that well because I feel like there's not, there's not a ton to do with Rat Trap, as far yeah. as like making him a functional figure. Yeah. So like a, a better version of his Beast Wars toy, basically. Like which yeah. kind of yeah. that's like, what get, the Generations get, one get, was. Get rid of the auto transform. Yeah, the Generations one. Just yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say get rid of the auto transform, which that's basically what the generations one was. Yeah, it's the generations one. Sneaky, but- sneaky, like low down way to get an old retool back out. I, I feel like it, the generations one is like if they're if they're gonna go for an approach like this, I feel like it would be a, a smaller toy than the generations one. Uh, we put his demo packs on a different sprue, so they're not clear now. Yeah, I, I think I think he would end up being a little smaller, probably a little more simplified. Uh, if that was the approach, but I mean, like Air yeah. Razor is in that shot too, and one of the emojis John Warden used was Air Razor's alt mode. So I feel like this I is going to be very Beast Wars season one. Like I, I would say with sadness, don't hold out for the best character, Transmetal Two Scourge, to be getting a new toy. Um, mm. I, I think it's going to be Beast Wars organic Beast modes only. Mm. My, my, my pie in the sky hope is still that we get a transmetal megatron someday that does not have gps i, I, I love hope, yeah. love another run of that toy i hope now they're so. just gonna put a frangible bolt in the middle of it not plastic that breaks just <laughs> yeah. put a bolt in there <laughs> it's part of the character he disintegrates in, in this form mm-hmm. uh but you don't remember that episode I, I do but i'm saying it for the for the newbies for the you know the small timers the ones who so <laughs> I had the best idea. I was talking, I, I was shooting ideas. I was talking to Griff. And I was just, we were just like popping ideas back and forth. He's, I'll take, I'll give him credit. He's the one who pointed out that studio series was taking over G1 while this was going to go on. Mm. Um, I think the best idea, I think the absolute best idea was if we get like, if we get a brand new, like waspinator, but like, 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 the idea, like the idea I had, was like if you're gonna pack Rat Trap on his own, 
as like a small scale deluxe instead of like a bazooka and all these other things you pack in an explosion effect with just bits of waspinator flying around (laughs) that would look really cool if they if they went all in like had the explosion bits be translucent paint the waspinator parts Mm -hmm. i'd be down with that um sorry i was just there had a few other a few other little topics in my mind off of this poster because uh if you look on the right behind Tigatron, that looks, at least in blurriness, kind of like another G1 character, that being RC in there. Um, so I couldn't tell who that was. I saw, I saw, I saw, I think it was David Willis had, had done some work, some, some, some zoom in and sketch silhouettes work, and that that looks the most like probably an RC. So if, if we were to just assume, right, that Optimus, Bumblebee, RC, Megatron, and Galvatron are in this line, and that none of them are Titan toys, uh, because maybe it's not as exciting a future as we hope, um, I'm kind of wondering, like, what they will, what they would do with them. Would it just be like, we're going to, this is going to be our wave one carryovers from Earthrise, uh, or, you know, would they come up with, like, like, we don't really know the setting of this. The rumor has stuff that, that involves time travel, but that's all still in Rumorsville. And I don't, yeah. I also don't know yeah. how that would affect the alt modes anyway. Like, <laughs> it, it's the rough thing that, like, a lot of it that we're looking at, how do they make this work? Even if all of this is incumbent on the Netflix series, we've not had the first part come out we're in the second part with toys peeking ahead to the third part yep maybe <laughs> like it's speculation stacked on top of speculation with a side of inquiry but with just and... with just enough visual cues to have too much solid to think about it's like yeah. it's it i find it actually kind of irritating to be honest but I, I appreciate that, like, it is fun for a lot of people. I'm just like, no, we know too much now to even speculate, because we know too many specifics, but not enough specifics. So, like, <laughs> we're st- now we're just going to come up with the coolest ideas uh, that are that are probably far too pie in the sky, you know, like Titan Size Optimus Prime with Burned Out Head, for instance. God, that's gonna be, that's going to be what it is, though, isn't it? Now that we've all said it <laughs> as many times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what this kingdom thing is. Uh, I'm also looking forward to seeing what the Netflix show is. Uh, I, I, you know, the character models are still probably the worst part of it. They, they look clunky as hell, but like the shot layouts from all the trailers, both the English speaking and Japanese language trailers, this just looks like better laid out shots already than the Machinima series. And I'll, I'll always say, yes, I'm comparing it to like a bar that's underground like yeah. you have to work to not step over that bar yes <laughs> but like i don't know i feel like there's a chance it could be fun uh but i i do kind of have i have a certain ceiling on my expectations i think that the character models look really not bad it's just like it really sticks out that they're the toys it really sticks out that they're the toys um any other thoughts on uh, on Kingdom you guys want to throw in? Uh, or do you feel we should move on to our final topic? I am good for the movings on. Then, yeah, just super looking forward to Kingdom. Yeah, also, also good name. That's a good name. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, I wanted to throw out there. Now that they've done Kingdom, right? And John Warden's taking his leave. I bet you they'd still like to continue this trilogy idea. So what if the next trilogy with a new design lead is just, right? Hear me out. 
the Unicron trilogy, Transformers Generations. And so if how much legs can eighty four movie toys have in studio series? Quite a you can stretch it out pretty far if you go into all the background characters. You can make a million junkions. Uh, we're getting Jolt and Dino. Yeah, yeah exactly. We could have, and, a bear, and I'm kind of just spitballing here. I think part one could be called Armada because it would kind of be about like an armada of miniature robots or mini bots. Uh, part two would be more about Energon, the fuel, you know, after the Armada mm-hmm. War. And then part three, we go back to Cybertron, thus making the third trilogy end with the word Cybertron when the second trilogy was called the War for Cybertron trilogy. It's a perfect idea. You know what I love? What? If, if, if it plays that way, it means we have a trilogy where the whole point is to get away from Cybertron, and then the next trilogy is to get back. And also a trilogy called the Unicron Trilogy when they already made a Unicron for the first part of the second trilogy that came out during the second part or third part of the second trilogy. I just wanted to I wanted to start throwing out this like linguistically uh, belligerent mathematics. Um but yeah, that, that's my that's my the, the finale of my speculation. Let's talk about toys we got. Let's just talk about Transformers we got because we had a lot of toys to talk about. <laughs> so let's let's uh, let's save off topic for the next time. Um, okay. But uh, let's do on topic. I would like to hit one that I know Aaron and I both had first uh, because I've been excited to talk about this. Um, Rack and Ruin. His name is Rack and Ruin. TJ, did you talk about Rack and Ruin? I can't remember. Uh, I believe so. Yes. Yes. I, I, I rack and ruin. I always. This is the thing. No matter. Not just you. Anytime anyone's talked to me about rack and ruin and or clobber, I always assume they only had one and not the other. Like that's how my memory remembers it. I don't know why. I really don't know why. I only saw rack and ruin, so I only got rack and ruin. Rack and ruin was the only one that went five dollars off for like a day on Amazon Canada. So that's why I got rack and ruin. Uh, I like rack and ruin a lot. I think it's a good toy. Yeah. Uh, the only issue that I have with mine is um, the Energon armor flip out. Yeah. Nonsense always gets like half stuck. Oh, mine doesn't. Mine, Mine's real. Actually, my, I keep thinking mine should be getting half stuck because I still don't. In, it took me a while to figure out precisely what is unlocking because there's so many layered panels in that torso. <sighs> that might be that might be part of it, too. That and like with the gun on his back. Like, I, I'm still not sure what all the things with spring loaded action is supposed oh. to be spring loading action for. I can tell you. I can tell you. Because that confused me. So the spring in the gun is entirely to unlatch it from the top. When it's on his back? Yeah. That's all that that spring yeah. is there for. And his his gimmick is easier to set off with the gun removed. See, Yeah. It's just a thing that seems kind of Like the spring that's in the middle of his tank mode that you can use to pop his gun plow mm-hmm. out that it, it it's a thing that's like it's neat that it's in there and that there are these like other things to 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 go on that that then this is set up as a kid's toy with you know the like weird double l-shaped armatures for the arms it it just seems like there's some discontinuity in like who this toy is aimed for. The thing I noticed about that figure is that that figure is absolutely a like a warrior deluxe figure. 
except mm-hmm. for the center mass, which is a the entire torso is one stacked spring filled layer of plates. And I've been looking at it going like, you know, if you knock a pin out and like remove the torso and stick in a custom one, you would just have a deluxe rack and ruin. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, it's kind of interesting that that's how he turned out. Because uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think he's a good figure. I think his alt mode is good. Like, I I understand why a lot of people don't like it, but I think a lot of people are super hard on it because there's a gap in the middle for the sake of the spring. Uh, yeah. I think otherwise his alt mode is really solid as a Cybertronian armored truck. Like, I love the shapes. Mm-hmm. I love the uh, the outer. I love the um, the specifically the shapes along the sides of the alt mode. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, like, like the transformation is pretty darn involved considering what the toy looks like. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing where, where I, like I said, I think a little bit of disconnect for me is the fact that like Cyberverse is the younger play pattern. And the fact that like the way that his hip does the like double flip around thing, Mm. I, I seem to remember a bunch of the other, like, Cybertron adventures, Bumblebee stuff that I'd messed around with seem to have more intuitive transformations where this one doesn't Yeah, this, have quite so an intuitive transformation. He, it has a more in-depth transformation, which isn't a bad thing, Yeah, but the the way that it stages feels odd for a ages, what is it, ages six and up? Clobber is very similar from what I remember messing with Hoopla's. Uh, I think that Clobber and Rack and Ruin represent, like, they took that ultra price point, and I just, I, it, to, to me, it feels like someone working on the line going, like, but we really want to do two more figures. So we'll compromise the torsos with this gimmick as subtly as possible, and the rest of the figures is going to be, like, more warrior deluxes, but on, like, a, a slightly larger scale. Um... I feel like Shockwave actually was slightly similar when you got into how much you could transform his arm, um, like mm-hmm. hiding away one and like having the gimmick one come out. But like, yeah, there's there there's some hidden gem stuff going on, and uh, I just I really recommend that figure. Like, uh, you know, you'll you, the problems you have with that figure, you know them already by looking at pictures of the alt mode and the robot mode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's nothing that's going to surprise you outside of that. And in fact, the yeah. only surprises I think will be positive because that boy, that's like for a figure who can't turn either of his heads. I was amazed how many poses I was getting out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, yeah, I really want to pick up clobber now. Uh, I, I'm so happy not to tangent, but like that leak quote unquote, like those codes implying that there's more Cyberverse deluxe is coming. Like, uh, yeah. Can we get that as a fan first Friday for crying out loud? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm happy about your Netflix show. I am. But tell me there's more Cyberverse coming and I will be way more excited than any of these Netflix reveals. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love that it's, I love this, the deluxe lines. Like, we might get another build a figure out of that i hope so because also another deluxe line i i mean the there's only it's three deluxes that were shown for all we know they are three standalone deluxes with no build a figure like there's no proof other than precedent that they would be a build a figure so i'm trying to remind myself of that before i get carried away but also i mean but, <laughs> but what but what if we can add perceptor to our team rodimus 
what if they could friggin' make Windblade the other main character of the show as a deluxe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's if there is a full eight figure deluxe wave two and Windblade still isn't in it, I'm gonna actually get angry for like a whole two minutes. Like legit angry. <laughs> Uh, you know, all due respect to all the Cyberverse Prowl fans. I'm glad he's getting a deluxe, it sounds like. But your your boy didn't matter as much, unfortunately. Also, I know I know exactly who's gonna if Windblade isn't in it, I know precisely who's getting a figure that's gonna become the one that I just like eyeball real angrily. It's totally gonna be blur. It's totally gonna be blur. They're gonna be like, and we got deluxe blur! And I'm just gonna friggin' flip a desk over. Be like, I'm out. I have to leave the room for two minutes. Excuse me. Uh, anyway, yeah, Aaron, I'm I'm digging Rack and Ruin. Uh, I'm glad you are too. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm sad to hear that you're having uh, spring related mid mid mass issues. Yeah, it's I I think it's just that um, for the top hinge, like the the dog bone piece, it's going to be in there. One of those springs is much stronger than the other. Mm-hmm. So it's not equal as it comes out. It wants to flip the inner part before it flips the outer part. Yeah. So it just like goes up rather than around. Yeah, I I know what you mean, and it sounds like it sounds like what I thought mine was going to do, and like I'm just that's part of the reason I'm so warmed up to the figure too. I I'm amazed how well the armor gimmick works. Yeah. <laughs> like given how much is going it, on. And it's a thing with the way that it goes, it's, that would be my bet, is that one of those springs has a bit more tension in it than the other one does, so yeah. it doesn't smoothly move. If I kick it all the way open and then give it a nudge, it flips wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now you just gotta open them up and do some spring tension modifications and to perfect your... Work it back and forth... <laughs> Yeah, cut 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 out the end of that spring and unspool another quarter round. Add and some Vaseline while you're at it. Lubricate that spring. But um, that's not that's not my only what I got. I want to start traveling around the room because I have another thing as well, okay. and I know TJ's got some stuff. Okay. So, TJ, uh, let's drop one of yours. What's one of your what you got? Well, let's uh, continue along on the the theme of the day. Uh, I got the Cyberverse Quintesson. Oh man, I want the Cyberverse Quintesson. I just don't want to pay for it. Like, uh, I didn't either. My Target had it half off. Oh god, that's because they they have my Toys R Us here, and it does go on sale, but never it never that. It's always like ten twenty percent off, and I'm like, it's forty five Canadian dollars. I want to pay twenty Canadian dollars because mm-hmm. I all due respect, I don't want Shockwave or Prowl. I want the Quintesson. <laughs> Shockwave and Prowl are red herrings as well. Like, there's no... I don't know. I can't go that far, but... Uh, the Quintesson does look cool, though. Is the, is the Quintesson cool? I mean, the Quintesson is as cool as it looks. I mean, it's a very simple figure. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got... Its articulation is four tentacles. You know, and, you know, that's just a single ball joint each, so you're not gonna like a full crazy figure out of it. And, you know, the the auto, the, like the the head spin works fine. Mm-hmm. So like it's yeah, it works like I'd expect a Quintesson to work. Like I can't really complain about that. Like my only thing is like 
for like a premium priced pack where he's supposed to be just as much value as the other two figures it's with i really wish it had more paint going on yeah like, at the very least the red lines behind each of the faces i need to have yeah the, just everything about the about the i should say the quintesson in this case uh that that like I wish was better. I keep glaring at the two figures that they're packed with. That's like you two. <laughs> you two could have been more quintessen. <laughs> you could have been more quintessen meat. Uh, now, to be fair, those are two nice figures. They are. Like, they are. Like that's a good prowl and a good shockwave. I'll t- I'll say this: having the spark armor versions previously. They feel better. Like the joint tolerances on both of them feel like they've been shored up. Oh, other nice. than that, they're completely they're completely identical. Other than that, yeah, you know, they're just nice little scout sized toys. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and they come with they come with with um, hats that are relevant to the show, mm-hmm. which I would also like to have. I like those hats. Yes, yes, they are very fashionable. Um, as much as those hats are not relevant to Shockwave or Prowl, uh. I, I still like those hats, but yeah, oh man, like that Quintesson, that's one of those things I just, I hope I come, I come across it during like, like you, like what you found, like 50% off or, or something even deeper. Cause mm-hmm. I like that Quintesson a lot, but boy, that price just sucks for, it for what it is. Like it does. Yeah. It's, it's not as much of a pain to look at price wise as, uh, Rodimus with the Sharkticons. Because again, yeah. again, it's like I love those Sharkticons. Is there some way I can just you can just not charge me for the Rodimus? I'll leave them here. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing that baffled me. Is like they only had a couple of those Quintesson packs left, and they were clearancing them out. Meanwhile, that Hot Rod pack that's just as old got like a dozen going all the way to the back wall. I'm like, why is that still full price? Well, that one's next week. They gotta you know they gotta space it out. <laughs> you like like you clearance like that's the set where it's like if you clearance this out. I will clear you out just so I can have hordes of tiny Sharkticons. Yeah, if if if, the, if this feels like I'm just paying for the Sharkticons and the hot rods are superfluous, cool. I'll just like I don't know, go to a daycare and throw fifty Rodami at all the children, and you know I get all my fun quint my my fun uh, Sharkticons. Uh, oh, yeah, it's 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 a shame because I really like the Quintesson story arc from Cyberverse season three, but all of the relevant toys are like in these weird bundle packs that I don't want. <laughs> I mean, you you got a clobber. Go get clobber. I got clobber. Yeah, I mean, but clobber's not. She's. I mean, clobber's just cool outside of the Quintesson story arc. She just was cool in that too. Uh, it's true. I can't complain. They made a decent clobber. Someone who probably wouldn't have gotten a decent figure in any other, you know, twenty tens Transformers kids line. Like, yeah, I can't complain. Um, but I can uh, jump to my my own other what we got. On topic because it's relevant to talking about Clobber, who is a female Decepticon. Because I got Jet Shatter from Studio Series in order to make sure I got free shipping hmm. on my Rack and Ruin. Uh, and I wanted Jet Shatter because uh, Balt Matrix talked her up a whole lot when he was on, and I really like the Bumblebee movie, and I really like Shatter and Dropkick. Uh, Jet Shatter is very good. Um, I think that she she's not perfect. There are deluxes I like a little bit more if I'm getting like super objective, but she is a very good Shatter. Uh, she's definitely um, more substantial looking visually than the car version. Uh, her arms also stay on, which is a, an interesting upgrade over the car version. Uh, her head sculpt looks like Shatter, 
which also is an interesting upgrade over the car version. Uh, the only thing about Shatter I would caution is that her backpack is way bigger than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it doesn't impede her ability to stand, uh, but it is a very big backpack made of very big turbines and wings. Uh, the transformation is super cool, though. Uh, like, she folds up uh, into a really decent jet mode without a ton of robot undercarriage. Uh, there's still some undercarriage, but it's not, like, a robot under there. Like, there's a lot of transforming that happens uh, and a lot of good, like, tabbing in of things. Like, she reminds me of stuff that I really like about the deluxe Constructicons from Studio Series, although I think those are slightly slightly better figures overall. Uh, she is still the best of the two Shatters. Uh, I took some photos of her with Car Shatter. I, I kind of like them as a tag team. Um, and, like, it's nice having, you know, Shatter, Shatter, Dropkick, and Dropkick. And all four toys, for me, are very fine. Uh, they range from completely okay to this is real fun. Uh... And and that's all better than the Volkswagen Bumblebee Deluxe, so that that makes me happy. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm really into Jet Shatter. It kind of bums me out that like it, you know it feels like we're done getting official toys of Shatter and Dropkick now, because uh, that Blitzwing looks really good. And and I don't know where they'd fit anywhere. It's just like someone make me a triple changing Shatter and Dropkick. I'll pick them up. I know that Toy World's working on them. I wish I, f I felt confident about Toy World's wares in 2020, but I don't. Uh, I'll probably pick them up anyway, but um, I, I would like to at least wait and find out if, if I will remotely enjoy them. <laughs> and it's killing me that 3-0 showed silhouettes for a reveal event that's happening in the next week, and the Transformer silhouettes look like Siege Optimus and Megatron, because I'm like, that doesn't look like DLX Shatter and Dropkick. And if you don't do them, I'm going to be very d sad for a day. And that's all I can really threaten. But <laughs> I don't know. And then they announced Nendoroids for the Bumblebee movie versions of Bumblebee and Optimus. And I'm like, yeah, it looks really cool. Shatter and Dropkick, though? You know, the villains of the whole movie? <laughs> I'm doing, like, wild hand gestures while I'm yelling all this. Uh, we could tell. I would recommend Jet Shatter. If you like Shatter a lot, uh, and I would say she's categorically better than Car Shatter, uh, so I'm I'm pleased with the figure. Uh, Aaron, well, what's another thing you got on topic? I got a uh, Studio Series uh, Revenge of the Falling movie Constructicon Pizza Chef. There's too uh, many words. Scrapper and I, okay. <laughs> So you, oh come on! Tell me he's not a pizza chef. He has a, a a pizza peel for one hand and a big whisk for the other hand. I think a. I don't know what a whisk has to do with pizza. Because you got to whisk the the tomato sauce down into the the, no, the tomatoes no, into no, the sauce. Like, no, no, it's it's like the dough machine. It's like the big no, because do, dough's dough's got to be a hook. See, he's already done the the dough. He's now got to get the the pizza sauce together. And then gotta gotta get that into and back out of the oven. Well, I'm I'm sure someone accepts that as my my first qualm, but but qualm number B is I bet you a lot of people have told that poor fella that he should be a pizza chef because of the shape of his one hand, and I bet you being a forward thinking and uh, and you know just generally um, um, radicalized uh, member of Cybertronian society, Scrapper's probably like you know what the one thing I'm never going to be is a pizza chef because that's all you no, that's all you, you ever see, told this me. Is, this is for this is after. The point of the functionalists 
because in the movies, it's much easier to change your form to however you need it. Starscream was able to turn his hands into into the missiles or into the guns or into the chain blade thing. This is what Scrapper wants to be because he can choose to make his hands that way. I think Scrapper was born this way and decided, you know what? I want to stay the way I was born because I like it. And I'm also not going to be a pizza chef because y'all keep telling me to be a pizza chef. That's hey, Listen, I'm not trying to be heavy handed, but it is canon. You know, it's it's his characterization. So you're going films. to make a handedness joke on a guy that has hands like that? She didn't really intend to do that. It didn't occur to me until you just pointed See, it out. Th- this, this is why functionalism keeps happening. Oh, no. boy. Th- these are decisions that Scrapper has made for himself. I would leave this also up to our listeners if they want to start picking a side here on whether or not it is, in fact, oppressive to tell Scrapper that they've got to be a pizza chef because of the shape of their hand, let alone... No, I'm telling oh you, God. come the time of Revenge of the Fallen, they are very able to change their own shape however they wish. They aren't locked into a function. I mean, some of them can. I, I think that they, they notably left off screen whether any of the Constructicons had a choice in the matter. Uh... Like I said, I'm just I'm just quoting the canon here. Um, it's, it's on his, it's on Scrapper's. I mean, one text of the Constructicons back. is built like a double Ferris wheel. You think that was meant for a function, or for joy? You know, or for that, that's 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 uh, that's suffrage. That's uh, that's that's wearing the the double Ferris wheel on one sleeve and saying this is who I am, uh, whether or not I decide to be a Ferris wheel or a, uh, a race car or a downhill racer. Um, Eric, did you get a toy? I can't remember anymore. Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> uh, I got Scrapper. Um, yeah, I was it you that was saying before how there are such a wonderful number of hit, like pinned hinges that it simulates most any emotion you'd want? Yeah, yeah, down in the legs and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I would agree with that. Uh, I, I think that the way that he, that his legs work um as a whole uh, it's pretty good uh for for what we've seen out of the studio series and crossed with the way that constructicons work because frequently they go for something funky because they're the ones that are supposed to be something funky versus scrapper very much just is a robot dude um I think that was another one of your comments or somebody's comments where he's the face of the the crew of the guys because he's the le- least uh he's yeah he's interesting. He's the most he's the most just a dude with a weird hand. Yeah. But uh that and then into the the devastator hand mode has got to be about I'd say he's got to be about the easiest like into my combined part transformation because it's you you double rotate his the side scoops and i guess pop up his truck cab yeah and for reasons and you like arrange some of those hip joints in a certain way mm-hmm. um i would i would say he is the easiest partly because the deluxes would have been the easiest if it was remotely easy to connect them together yeah, but I find it incredibly hard to connect them together. <laughs> yeah, I had I had to go dig out my uh, my other pieces uh, since I like changed my desk around 
and everybody else was back either in their alt mode or robot mode, and the deluxes were still in arm mode. I'm like, huh, why, I wonder why I didn't transform those. And I, I had that, like, recalling, recalling, oh, yeah, because they were garbage to get there. So they're just staying as the arm mode for the rest of time. What's killing me is I watched Wotafa's video con- combining all of the Devastator pieces, and he got the two deluxes that with the it's that that rectangular peg mm-hmm. on those that it's, it's on a joint going into a socket on a joint, and they constantly wiggle each other out of the way of each other. Wotafa just took the two and went like and put them together, and I'm like, what did you just do? And like I need to frame by frame through that video, <laughs> that that clip. Sacrificed two children to the dark magics. Boy, howdy. That's an irritating peg into an irritating socket. It's dead solid once it's in there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, d- I did not uh, have the time to assemble the, like, entire upper torso of the set um, between when I opened them and now. Uh, I mean, I, I, so I can tell you it that, it that big. still needs to be done. It big. Yeah, oh, I, I know it big. <laughs> I, it it was it was big when it was like the torso and one arm. So I figure the torso and two arms is one arm larger. Yeah. Um. Uh. The scrapper. I, I don't. I don't need my scientist credentials for that one. The scrapper arm is actually. It's. It's oddly not like the. I can't remember which one was longer, but one of the arms is a little bit noticeably longer than the other. Uh, uh, it'd definitely be the the two deluxes. Yeah, there's there's like a little bit more length on it, and that would bug me, except that it's movie devastator. So it's right. like, I mean, this guy is a, a a terrifying like assembly homunculus thing. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's a it's Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, he's not he's not here for beauty pageant. I'm just ah, oh, I keep every it's every two days I go on Amazon Canada and I'm just like refreshing the currently not available page for overload because mm. I'm like just look I'll pay full retail I just let me I want to do this I want to have my fun <laughs> is it August yet you said he's out in August I want to have my fun uh I'm glad you're enjoying Scrapper because everyone should because it's a good mm-hmm. figure <laughs> um. Anything else? Uh, do you have before I move on? Do you have anything else on topic? I do. Then uh, I will come back to you in a sec. Okay. Uh, TJ, have you got another on-topic thing? Uh, yeah, I do. All right. So, a friend of mine uh, for my birthday grabbed me the Studio Series RC triplets. Ooh, I really hmm. like those. Even though I couldn't find a satisfactory combined mode, I still really like them. <laughs> Yeah, I have not been able to figure out a combined mode for him yet. There is, like, I know, there's stuff. There is stuff in there for that combined mode, and I'm. Oh, I know. I can't believe it's not in the instructions. I can, because that's tradition at this point. It's so frustrating. I'm just like, look, you you can't even pretend like there isn't tooling. Half these okay. bits and pieces are for combined mode. Okay, you went through this eleven years ago. We went through the st- the slot <laughs> flap era. You're supposed to be frustrated at those three. I know, but like it's it's 2019, 2020 when that when I got all that thing. Like it, we we went through the pain. Give me the reward. <laughs> uh, jeez. Uh, so, um, for what they are, I like them. They are bizarre robots. These like like serpentine Naga women that crumple up into motorcycles, and they're essentially the mini con pack of Studio Series. Mm. Um, 
what you, you it's hard to look at them and the scrap of parts they come with between stands and miscellaneous parts that are for a hypothetical combiner. Yeah. And see the $20 value that Hasbro wanted you to see. You know, which is kind of unfortunate because, like, for what they are, for what they had to be to be in scale with everything else, they're not that bad. I think that if the instructions laid out a clear combined mode, the $20 value would have been there. That's also why I'm so annoyed that it's not in the instructions, despite obviously being engineered into those things. Mm. It's, It's just like... This is the value proposition. Like the the only reason why anyone is is I mean, there's people. I mean, they are three interesting little figures, and and the designs have fans, and so like there are people who are just down for the triplets. But like the the complete package, the cherry on top is a combined mode. And when I saw how much is actually in there for some kind of combined mode, I just made me so annoyed because I'm like, this also all looks like it's very precise and like very specifically engineered. So how dare you not explain how any of it works? Yeah, and and again, I know that you know we have asked and kind of been answered before on hidden features like that. You know, when it was the slot flap era, you know, it was like, oh, we were aiming towards something and hoped somebody would find it. And like when it was across three individual deluxes, that was maybe a uh, okay. When it seemed to be what was hidden inside of this single release, it's frustrating that it wasn't just like on the back page of those instructions along with the weird like tripod monopod thing for one of the modes because there was no way it was standing on its own. Well, the thing is, the the part where they show you to put accessories on them, one of the accessories is a blue shoulder pad that Mm -hmm. that is Uh that it only exists. For some kind of combined mode. That's the frustrating part, is they give you yeah. bits. It's like, here's a corner of the map to El Dorado, and the yeah. the, the joy is in the journey, not the destination. If I recall no. correctly, it's been a few months, but at least two of the stands also can combine together in a very clear, yep. uh-huh. very unique way. And I'm just like, why would you not finish telling me what's going on here? <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 like I like those figures a lot, but I also had to step away from them for like, as I said, months, because I, I I spent like two evenings staring at them like a jigsaw puzzle, and then I was like, I can't deal with being this annoyed because I actually like these, <laughs> and I don't like how this is making me like them less. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad you got them because now you can add your brain to the friggin' brain trust of people who, th- like, there are a couple of I'll, I'll I'll say it. There are folks who say, "Oh no, we found it," and I've looked at the mode they found and I've tried it, and I don't think they found it. I think they found parts of it, but I don't think they found the whole thing. There's still bits that feel too uh, imprecise for how precise some of the other bits are. So I'm, okay, I'm convinced so- until I hear from word of God. Uh, that being a, do- a PDF from Hasbro, which is basically the same thing. Uh, I, I still think the search is on. Okay. Uh, okay. So I've got to, I'm going to be away for a week, so I'm not going to be able to touch them. But when I get, when I get the chance to just sit down and put my glios brain to all their parts, I'll let you know. 
Yeah, what well, like watch the videos and then look at the photos of the combined modes people have found because those do also instantly give you all the clues that I'm aware of as well. Like what parts actually fit together oddly, like all the weird geometries that just happen to work. Uh like I figured out a combined mode that I liked that I felt like was maybe as close as I could get it without hearing from someone who actually worked on the toy. Uh and it was okay, but I was just like no, but but someone worked on this, so that means someone actually had an idea. So why can't I, why won't why can't I find out what their idea was? <laughs> uh, in an era of like video instructions and interviews and more behind the scenes stuff, it also that's also another source of frustration for me because I'm like I'm like it's not even like we're like in '09. Yeah, we can only talk to y'all at like one convention a year. But, like, the, the, the venues of communication are wide open. You have an entire site called Hasbro Pulse that has posted stuff like uh, like that whole Orthia uh, article. So <laughs> you could say something. Maybe they did and I missed it. There's also a chance of that. But, yeah. Um, anyway, TJ, uh, any other thoughts on your on the, uh, the triplets? Uh, no, not in particular. All right. I'm going to swing back over to Aaron because he has something else on topic and I want to know what it is. If you heard of the phrase Christmas in July. Uh, yes, I just had an advertisement email saying it's Christmas in July and I didn't know why they were saying it, but I've heard the phrase. Okay. Now. You ever gotten Christmas ornaments in July? No. Oh. <laughs> well, you're behind the curve, sir. I haven't bought a Christmas ornament for possibly 20 years. Um, well, this is one that Alfie had to pick up. So this year's Hallmark Keepsake Transformers ornament is Jazz. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'll be damned if it's not just like a half-size G1 Jazz figure. Does it do stuff? No. Okay. No, it's 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 a very fixed pose. It hangs but from it a is, tree. Yeah, it hangs from a tree. That's what it does. <laughs> but it is um like down to just some of the oddities of like it's not just a G1 jazz character like this is based off of art. This is like they took it and they scaled it to about not even like three quarter size, but it has the bar and plates between the knees and heels. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's I, so. I, th- I feel like the well didn't the the Optimus have very much like a, a toy look or am I thinking of something else? Yes. All, all of the Hallmark G1 ornaments have been like they took the toy, scaled it to ornament size and that's it. Yeah. So it went up for pre-order like couple of weeks ago i think and then it was today it was ah it's in it's like okay well we can go like after the after the memorial we can go to the mall okay all right it's like okay and so then you know she's been she's been very concerned about going out in public due to the the pandemic stuff and she like has has a compromised breathing issue sometimes but she was just gung-ho to get into the mall to get into the the hallmark store and she said the guy was kind of confused and she's like ornaments in july she's like yeah pre-order gimme 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 and then she held on to it as her precious 
and scurried out of the store and back to the car. There have to be ornament collectors. A Hallmark employee being I, confused by this well, like, can't so, possibly... Like, the Hallmark that's in our mall was... like It's a different location inside the mall than what it was before because I think like just before Christmas, they closed. Okay. And then, because I think Hallmark might be like a franchise-style thing. Where then, like, somebody else came along and opened a new one in another location in the store, and it seemed like it was entirely new stock, not just, like, the stuff that they had at the old store brought over to the new one Mm. type of thing. So I wonder if it was just a matter of, like, hey, this is an entirely new wave of of Hallmarkians. Yeah. Um, That and she was a little bit scary creepy about it. I had I had one other big question actually. I didn't want to interrupt your whole your whole thing. Um, uh-huh. you, y'all y'all just you, you both said like that the, this ornament hangs off of a tree. Why would you hang an mm-hmm. ornament off of a tree? It's, it's uh I don't it's some pagan ritual thing that has been it's carried to, forward for a long it, time. Don't talk uh, about it in the thread. It's it's to it's to fill in the parts that don't have lights. Why has a tree got lights? It shouldn't have lights. Trees don't have lights. I've seen trees. What have you humans done to the trees? Look, the trees are naked. We're just dressing them. Okay, okay. It's some kind of some kind of earth culture thing. I understand. I'm from Earth. I get it. I've done it too. I'm sure. Um Well, Aaron, grats on on hitting up y- y'all y'all got the Hallmark pre-order. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else on your end that you got in the queue? No, that's it for Transformers. Okay. From the sounds of it, we're not talking off topic, so I I guess the Lego and and Jumpstart will have to be next time. I figure that you'd like to end before we pass the three-hour mark. Yeah. So, uh, that was my assumption. Um... (laughs) Hey, TJ, uh, anything else on topic on your end? I have one more thing I can talk about, which is more of a I pulled the thing off the shelf after a while thing. If we're keeping it under three hours, I should probably save my birthday haul stuff to next podcast. Then we got something for next podcast. Mm hmm. So I will end it off with the since we're talking Netflix Siege, the one figure that I actually did want from that lineup, which was Decepticon Mirage. Oh, yeah, that, that one looks sick. Oh, yeah. Like that color scheme is so so. Nice. I like I, I like the like the purple and the aqua together. I really really like it on like Slipstream and mm-hmm. like G two uh, Ramjet a few times it comes up, and like maybe because I'm used to seeing it on Seeker jets, I really like seeing it on like a futuristic F one car. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it's just a good it's a good color scheme. Like full stop. And yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's just nice to see it on like because you know yeah, purple. I, yeah, I feel like that tends to be a jet color scheme. Like be it G two seekers, be it like various Euro G one Decepticons. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. cool. Cool to see it on a car. Yeah, and I love, I, I love the feel of that type of repaint because it strikes me very like Cybertron, like the way they used to do their repaints. Yeah, like it's this character, but. We're twisting the colors in such a way that you can kind of see it from a different perspective. And it's just like some, cr- it comes off like some crazy idea somebody had one day at Hasbro when they were bored and they just ran with it. And it, it kind of works. 
It feels like a color scheme that was designed as a color scheme first rather than concept than color scheme. Is mm-hmm. kind of how I felt about it. And that, that's kind of how I feel about a lot of Cybertron, too, is like, with some exceptions, obviously, like, it feels like the repaints in it were a lot more just like, well, what looks cool? Yeah. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And, again, like, aside, like, color aside, I just still really like that Mirage. Yeah, it's a good I, like, deluxe. I, it's a good deluxe. I think it's super clever how it, like, deals with the spoiler and the kibble that normally exists on G1 Mirage's arms. Yeah. Yeah. A nice, yeah, it's a nice little compromise thing. Um, yeah, it's the kind of crazy repaint I wish we got more often. Just like, because there's part of me that kind of misses that weird period in like the mid 2000s where we do like this is Nightwatch Optimus Prime and it's like, yeah, weird redecos and they're on some secret mission or there are like, like specialty armor for some uh environment they have to go through. Weird ideas. Weird little action figure concepts that are kind of throwback to all the weird 90s things you'd see on the action figure aisle. I love that kind of stuff. I think that might that might be another factor to why I'm kind of like glaze-eyed staring at stuff like Wheeljack, Red Alert, and Impactor. Is because I, I, keep, I keep thinking about stuff like Decepticon Mirage or Scrap Face. You know, like, we just yeah. put an interesting new color scheme on this figure. I'm like, cool. I, I kind of wish that was happening with more of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I'd like to look at some of those Netflix ones in person sometime. I, I just the only Walmart near me. I cannot even imagine when I'll ever go to it. <laughs> I have no idea. It's too far away. Uh, so I'm and and I guess I could go check on Walmart Canada's website. That is actually a thing that exists. But yeah. yeah. Like the last time I went to my Walmart, the newest, the the most interesting thing they had were Cybertron mini cons from two thousand five. Like, I don't trust them to get in exclusives. So yeah, I mean, when I when I was on Twitter talking about how like the the Walmart thing is a ceiling, and I'm kind of not expecting it's going to be a big problem. It's just kind of irritating. I heard from a lot of uh, folks. Well, I say a lot. I think maybe two, but to me, that's a lot. Uh, unrelated folks saying the same thing which is like yeah i just don't trust my walmart to actually get any of this in so it is it still sucks even though i'm i am in the states with a walmart nearby (laughs) like yeah it doesn't feel like that's a guarantee of anything yeah there's two walmarts nearby i don't i i know the fact that they're both just ass backwards on the uh toilet section so i'm not even gonna try i I, you know i got the three pre-orders i want yeah I'm not going to say which ones I got pre-ordered because I don't want people with torches coming to my door. I I still can't like the whole thing. That's another reason why I was like kind of double taking when I saw the, this Walmart initiative to like be a collector toy venue because I'm like y'all barely function as a retail venue. Like, <laughs> why? How? How did? The only reason I mean I was sitting there going, how did this happen? And I'm like, well, the reason why this happened is because it's Walmart or Target. So that's probably yeah, how. Yeah, well, Walmart's Walmart's a place where they hang the big banners from the ceiling. They go world's number one toy store. I'm like, yeah, way to rub that in. Yeah, through yeah. through attrition and survival. <laughs> uh, well, congrats on grabbing a solid piece, nonetheless. Even if it you know involves the Walmart exclusive uh, grunting, uh, whatever it may be. 
My my last thing I want to talk about is I pulled this off the shelf after a f- some months of not messing with it because I was like I want to I remember liking this so I pulled down one of the third party masterpiece Optimuses that happened before we'd uh, seen for sure what MP44 was. It's uh, the Transform Element TE01, uh, and boy do I still like this figure because this is the one where the transformation is the draw to me. Uh, the robot mode is a very much like animation model Optimus, but the transformation. The arms go to the same place that they go on Optimus. The legs become the same bit, so does the torso. Every single motion is, like, pointedly different than any other Optimus uh, that's ever been made before with the G1 aesthetic going on. Like, the first step of transformation is that the little mohawk on his helmet double joints forward over his face is the first step of transformation. Hmm. The front wheels are inside his crotch in robot mode. Uh there there are like and and this sounds complicated. It's a it's a complicated transformation, but it happens with a certain flow. It's like one of my favorite and most unique transformation flows where everything it's doing is mostly only complicated because it's absolutely weird. Like there's every every single decision on this transformation is left field, and I think that that's the part of the reason why I find that so fun and exciting, is because like it's also on Optimus Prime, one of the most rote transformation skeletons that's ever been made. So it's it's such a fascinating figure to mess with, and it helps that it's also built really well, um, which made me go dig up more info because Transform Element are one of the companies who did a Volkswagen uh, movie Bumblebee. And uh, from what I read, it's an interesting figure with a cool transformation, but it sounds like the fit and finish, at least on the first run, was kind of janky. And I'd, I'd like to know if it was that, like, if it got any better on the second run. Because the TE01 is built so solid. It's beautiful. And uh, I would really like to know that they're maintaining that because they've got a G1 Mirage coming up that looks like it's in a similar design vein and uh, I, I would love to mess with another figure like this that that takes a familiar transformation and just like makes every single decision that no one else made uh, that's just the easiest way to describe how TE-01 works and and I, I want to stress it's not in the sense that the thing is a nightmare to transform it's so straightforward when you know how it works but like leaving it alone for a few months and coming back to it, that whole journey of discovery happened again where I was like, oh, right, there's a button release inside the back of his chest to extend the spinal column so that everything can flip around on this one bit. Which, you know, sounds crazier than than it actually is. Like, this thing has spring release buttons on three parts. And that's something I want to see on real Masterpiece figures as well. Like, Beast Wars Megatron... Big example. Masterpiece Beast Wars Megatron should have had spring release on the, on that really freaky part you have to yank on. I um, can't remember off the top of my head now where it was. I just remember thinking it needs a spring release. But, uh, yeah, I, I have lots of nice things to say about that TE-01. And uh, if anyone listening has bought any of the other Transform Element stuff, like the, the Volkswagen Bumblebee, um, I know that they did um, smaller Beast Wars stuff. I feel like that's not going to be... Of a similar production vein, so I'm not I'm not sure if it's as relevant to my my court my qualms, but I'd like to hear that their Bumblebee got better after the first run because I would really like to be excited about them doing other stuff because uh, the folks who, who who are doing the transformation design at Transform Element uh, in this Optimus at least like they have a really cool head on their shoulders, uh, however many heads they have. Um, so I wanted to throw it in there because that was uh, it was a real good reminder of like just a good transformation for my taste. Um, 
And that's all that I really got to talk about this week. Uh, I have a little update. Aaron, this is relevant to you. Mm-hmm. I finally ordered my other box of Titan Masters Attack from the Transformers trading card game. Ah, good. It's in the mail, so it's not here yet. But oh, I am told so it has promos with it. Ah, so good. we'll see Again. which promos I got. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that comes with some sad news. Three Kingdoms, where I play Transformers TCG all the time, from their Discord at least, it sounds like they are closing up the Toronto shop. And mm. consolidating fully to Markham, which is too far from me. Uh, it's not like we were going to play cards anytime soon. Probably not even this year. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's that's, still a bummer. That's the rough thing. Um, you know, like I was saying, I bought a box of of Jumpstart, um, the Magic the Gathering product, because I think that concept is really neat. Yeah, that's the two pack turbo and, set, right? Right. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and it's like Alfie keeps talking about wanting to wanting to play some, but she's not like a big player. So it's a matter of like you know find something that's easy, pre constructed things. And it's like, it seems like this would be a thing right up her alley. Let's open six of these packs, pick two of them that seem like a a funny story or something, and just play like Magic Smash Up. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and going from there. And so I like went to my FLGS and they made it sound like they didn't like get enough for even what they had pre-orders on. So, or that they weren't going to get everything that they had pre-ordered on. So I had to find a place online to do it. And then they're like, yeah. And it's hard for us. Like, you know, we have, I think less than a quarter of the tables that they normally have set up and they're normally running two or three tournaments a night and now they're like you have to schedule at least a week ahead yeah. in order to get in so it's super hard on flgs's right now 100 percent, and yeah and and trying to condense down to a, a a place that that they can continue to do business has got to be has got to be so, such rough calculus that they got to go through. Yeah, like I, I've been able to keep an eye on 401 games because they're down the street from me, so it's been a place that I can easily do pickups of you know dice and board game stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's interesting seeing how they've been coping. Like they actually have opened up their store a little bit more. It's browsable now, but all the game space is still cordoned off, and it's been taken up for singles processing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Three Kingdoms, like, I'm not, I'm, like, when I read it, I was bummed out, but I was like, no, the Toronto store, it, like, is the, of the two stores, it seems like it is the most isolated, it's the second store, um, and, and I'm sure the rent there was not cheap, and it's a second floor store, so it's, being on a second floor, I think, makes it even harder to enforce, like, proper distancing, because you have to go up a tiny staircase. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's like, you'd have to have someone at the bottom, like, and at the top too, making sure the staircase only has like one occupant at a time. So I, I could see, I, like, it, it, it makes sense. It's just, it's a real shame because Saul, uh, Saul is still employed. He's the guy we've talked about many times. It's the one of the guys who mm-hmm. really pushed stuff uh, in Toronto. Uh, according to the Discord, he will be working at the Markham store, and that is excellent. Um, he's he's on uh, he's on some leave right now for for good reasons. Uh, but. Uh, I'm not sure. I am not sure when I will see Saul again, which really bums me out because Saul is cool. And 
Three Kingdoms was an excellent atmosphere for Transformers. It also had, and it's not—it's not just us. We like Transformers is small enough. We can we can reconvene somewhere. We can invade face to face again. Uh, if if four hundred one opens up space, we can invade a table there. We can we can, and Harry Tarantula is still running Transformers as well. Uh, it's just like easily the farthest for me to get to while within the city. Um, but uh, Three Kingdoms also had an excellent and I think very uniquely chill core set of Magic the Gathering players who were really fun to be in the same room with, uh, and also several D&D parties who often use the space on weekends. And I feel really bad for all of them, too, because it felt like that that was also their kind of gaming home. Um, mm-hmm. And and I'm sure the Magic players will be fine. I'm sure D&D players will be fine. But like those Magic players had a certain vibe that I did not detect when I've played Magic at other stores, like a certain kind of chill vibe. And I'm sure they'll integrate well wherever else they go to play. But like, I feel like Three Kingdoms was offering like a really nice atmosphere that was not. Uh, it's probably unfair to say, but it's just how I felt. It didn't feel as spiky as as some of the other stores. Like Toronto is full of very competitive modern players, so there's an inherent spikiness to anywhere that's playing Magic. I found. Um, but anyway, I wanted to give that shout out because. Uh, Three Kingdoms Toronto did a ton of work for the Toronto Transformers TCG community, so uh, they deserve adulation, and everyone over in Markham better go play there when you're able to, because Three, King- Three Kingdoms is a good place. They will they will keep you hooked up. I'm going to still try to do like orders from their online shop if they keep it open after uh, the pandemic has passed, but and I'll, you know, as it's going on as well, I'm going to keep an eye on their stock, see what they got, but uh, yeah, uh, I meant to bring that up. And uh, I guess that I'm ending the podcast on that bummer note. <laughs> uh, do you want a better note to end it on? Yes. <laughs> so while we were talking, All right. while we were recording, some new listings for Transformers Red came up. For crying out loud, we couldn't even <clears throat> finish the podcast. <laughs> but hey, we get to be up to date here. Uh, there's three new ones in the listings. There's a redeco of Optimus Prime. Oh, my there is God. a star screen. That's easy. And there's a knockout. This is this isn't all. This isn't all. I just scrolled down. Three zero just revealed that Siege DLX Optimus. Yeah, I need to see. He has the shoulder pegs. <laughs> I'm so hyped. Uh, let's talk about this quickly. Three zero DLX. Good lines. I I can't remember mm-hmm. if either of you have really played with them very much anymore. I really actually can't remember. Nope. Um, yeah. Nope. They are they are to me on par with the stuff Chemical Attack does at a lower price, slightly lower complexity, but the bang for your buck is so solid. So they have revealed their Siege Optimus, like this is what they'd hinted at that they were going to do Siege Optimus and Megatron, you know, going off of that Netflix series is real weird because the Netflix series is straight up using the toys as the CAD models. Yeah. So this is the toy cleaned up more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With better articulation? And, like, linkage articulation? Uh, I-, I was telling someone, because, yes, this is the most redundant thing you could possibly do. Um, I don't think that this was 3-0 going to Hasbro to say, we want to do your Netflix show. I think this was Hasbro going to a licensee partner or licensor partner and saying, we'd love for you to do this to promote the Netflix show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Remember how we gave you a good deal on those first couple? Guess what? Yeah. 
we're calling in that marker. Uh, I, I just want to say that just to, you know, in the face of what's going to be, I think, a real a real unfortunate reaming of this conceptually. Cause I also, I'm just looking at this. I do like how they've added all this, like, you know, the DLX kind of articulation to this. Those figures feel really good. Uh, even if the model is kind of redundant, the figure will, it's not going to feel like siege optimus. It's going to feel really nice if you mess with one, but this is a way harder sell than, than anything that they've worked on in this line before. It's, it's a bummer. Like, I just, I, that's why I'm really loving the dumb stuff, like that the, the shoulder pegs are there. <laughs> or that the five millimeter ports on the exhaust pipes are there with vents inside. Uh, that stuff is goofy in a way I like, but, uh, it's really gonna, bum me out if it's like yeah we didn't get to shatter and drop kick because we uh we we're pivoting over to war for cybertron like who is the hasbro person that you talk to and can i have a word with them just can i can i sit down with them for a sec and uh clap a hand on their shoulder that grows tighter as i continue talking to them you know eventually blood starts coming out <laughs> uh oh boy Oh boy, <laughs> I'm just scrolling down the comments. People are being super unkind. I can't, I can't stand. Like, I can't defend it necessarily, but like, I already don't like how people react to non-transforming transformers, and this does absolutely no favors to the concept. Let me tell you, uh, it, everything three zero did in this photo looks good. Like everything that three zero did looks good. Yeah, I just, I want to know, man. Someone, this, this is like friggin' walking up to someone and going like, hey, can you make like a $400 toy of, uh, of, um, whatever his name was from the last night that turned into a Vespa, but not in the movie? Uh, Wheels? Was it Wheels? You know, the, the, the little blue guy from movie Squeaks. five. Squeaks. Squeaks. This is like going up to a high-end toy company and saying, hey, can you make like a super high-end version of Squeaks? But like somehow this is even more short-sighted to me uh what a bummer like i i i i'm just gonna start repeating myself i think this looks like a really nice figure of a concept that is misguided from the hasbro end 100 percent uh see see I'm, I'm seeing a listing that says prime knockouts getting a really nice action figure and you just want to keep bumming us out at the end of the episode it's my yeah. fault i scrolled down i scrolled down to see if any other news came out and then this big ass photo was looking me in the face this is my you have to remember he's on drugs right now too i'm not so. i have yeah. had painkillers yeah, for two right. days we're, we're, right. we're lucky he's not drooling on himself i haven't had yeah, painkillers for two days is... yeah yeah that's probably the problem then isn't it you're getting itchy Getting high off pain? I mean, that's pretty no. metal. That's pretty freaking metal. No, you're going through withdrawals. No, I'm getting high off and pain. And that's why you're cranky. No, I get the cool one. I'm getting high off pain. Uh, is that why you wanted to cut it to three hours? Because that's when it runs out? Yeah, he's, he's got to go. He's got to go talk to his friend Wait, and, my, you know, get the, uh, you know, get the, get it fixed, you know? My painkillers I didn't take run out after three hours? Yes. Oh boy. You know what? I this this better be prime knockout. <laughs> Give me this. What other least. knockout do you know? Uh the bike from Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> uh this is really exciting. Especially if that's also Prime Starscream. It's oh it's not Prime Starscream though, it can't be. It's gotta be G one Starscream. Whatever, I don't care. 
Knockout deserves a good robot mode toy, and oh my god, we might finally get one that wasn't like a custom-built one-of-a-kind? Because uh, Kledgebull did a really good knockout, but that was a commission. That That's not one that you can buy. Uh, man, I will buy that knockout twice. One for the bedroom, one for the living room. Yeah. All right, I'm happy again. Thank you, TJ. For bringing Anytime. that up. Uh, anyway, yeah, sudden topics. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, we will uh, talk to you later. Next episode, it's going to be a special one. Uh, I'm prob- I am I want to try to do an edit of it for YouTube with pictures as well. So it's kind of like a TFCon panel for the TFCons that are not happening this year. I meant to mention that. No, I'm not going to end another downer note. I almost did it. DJ, you got to stop me when I start doing this. <laughs> this, is, this is- Bye, everybody. <laughs> You should listen to the next episode if you have interest in aeronautics and transformers. It's going to be a good time. We'll talk to you all later. Stay safe. Add all that up. I don't know what the f*** it means, but you got some badass perpetrators now here to stay.